Hello and welcome to the Computer Game Show. My name's David Turner and I'm here with Sean Bell. Hello. Matt Murray. Hello, how's it going? And, uh, don't ask Whoa. too much. Whoa. James Farley is here. Uh, Good point, James. Fucking mm. agree with that. And thank you for opening the show with a strong comment like that. I really Big appreciate 10-4, it. Mate. Yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, nice one. Uh, Patreon producers this month, they are Aaron Patrick, the QuickBooks chap. That's the one uh, full Nels member there. Oh, yeah. We yeah, did have we a few. question on yeah. Discord saying, is that two, is it Aaron Patrick, comma, the next one is called the QuickBooks chap? No, it's, oh, just it's one. Aaron Patrick, it's guy. the QuickBooks and chap. And he did explain, we, we never talked about this. He did explain a while back that that's actually like a joke for another podcast that he's also a patron of so it's <laughs> okay. like we had the whole discussion but oh he's trying to fucking plug something no it's not even just nothing to do with us <laughs> <laughs> uh right simon nelson jack oven moomin biscuit trans rights of human rights dave ernsberger colin brown gazman gabsy wabsy rocketman 76 wrecked reese happy birthday sam love from nil aka bitch and sink gray dragon claw and fred fenge thank you so much for supporting us on patreon.com forward slash TCGS. And thank you so much for joining the elite, the full Nels crew. Do we appreciate um, y'all? So at, at that time of recording, it's the 31st of January. Do we need to message Neil, aka Bitch in Sync? Because. No. No? All right. Just- <laughs> I'm waiting for it to come around like to the next year. Exactly. You know, so Maybe like, that's yeah. what he's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's Maybe that's what the plan. Um, I mean, thank you everyone that supports us on Patreon. It really does help us uh, keep things going. Um, and uh, we're really excited with what we've got planned for next month. Uh, so uh, if you would like to support us and listen to a bonus show, watch a live talks along or join the Full Nails crew, then uh, go to patreon.com forward slash TCGS. Before we go to the feedback, a couple of uh, things to talk about this week before we get going. The first being, I met up with you, Sean. Yeah. I can't believe it. That was nice. You, when I knocked on the door, yeah, because we went down to Sam White's house, we, we'd arranged to go for lunch. Yeah. And when I knocked on the door and you opened it, yeah. you gave me the biggest hug I've had in ages, right? <laughs> Which I bet you're regretting now because we found out that Harry's got COVID. So oh, That's the point. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. well, I'm, mate, I I've already had it. I'm, I'm immune. Yeah, I'm, you got fresh I'm, immunity yeah, now, aren't yeah, yeah, you, yeah. mate? And. Um, but but it was so nice. And then you said to me, it's been two years. And I was like, really? We've not seen each other for over, t- what, two years? Yeah, was it not September, was the... September 2019? We, so it's over two years. Really? Yeah. Was that the last the time we actually that was EGX, saw each other? Yeah, yeah. That's mad, isn't it? Yeah. It, didn't, it didn't feel that long, I must admit. No. I mean, we do talk to each other way too much. <laughs> but, but yeah, no, it's really weird. But it was, yeah. no, it, was, it was great. It was great seeing you. Although yeah, I was very conscious that we were talking about this show quite a lot <laughs> throughout lunch and uh, to and from uh, the shop. venue. Talking it's shop, so mate. weird, isn't it? Because you know, it's we've not seen each other for so long, and it was kind of like we've got a lot to talk about. Well, because obviously, we, yeah. So we were with Sam White and Joe Scrabbles, and obviously, they're you know proper games media people. So we're like, yeah, fuck it, we'll talk about but our show. Come and roll around in the mud with us, you pricks. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, Joe, Joe, and Sam are really nice about the podcast that they've been fair, listening. Yeah. So um, yeah, no, it was great. It, it was just great to get out of the house. Sure. <laughs> I was, I was, was somewhere so other than 
10 minutes from where I was born. That was weird. I was, <laughs> I was somewhere other than my bedroom. Yeah, <laughs> yeah really, really weird. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, lovely. And we played, uh, played a bit of Windjammers, but we'll we get did. to that in what you've been playing because uh, I've got a lot to say on that game. Um, also, we have an update for you. For those of you that listened to last week's show that liked the sound of uh, this meetup in Sheffield to play Laser Quest, possibly some mini golf, possibly some VR escape rooms and almost definitely a live show. Um, I am pretty confident that this is going to happen now. And I'll tell you why. We were talking about it. We, we sort of said we'll mention it on show last week and see what the uh, reaction would be like. Um, and then, you know, if, if there seems to be much of a buzz for it, we'll go. There's been so many of you get in touch saying that you want to come that um, I think it's almost definitely going ahead. I've got a meeting this week with uh, some people that uh, can make it all happen. So um, I I will give you an update as soon as we know uh, more information. I had the day after we posted the the podcast up, I had a voicemail on my phone first thing in the morning from Ian Lee saying that he wants to come. So (laughs) it's looking like Ian's going to be there. And he's also said that he wants to do some stand-up before the live show. (laughs) So this might turn into like, like a proper event, this thing. I'm so excited. Like, I'm properly excited about it. <laughs> and it, what's funny is that every time I speak to, um, I don't know if they want their name said, but um, every time I, I, speak, I speak to the manager of the Laser Quest, it, it just drops in more and more stuff that I'm kind of like, oh, this is just too perfect not to do. <laughs> it's too perfect not to do. Oh, is there, there's a gaming bar next door, is there? Yeah, well, they're doing a happy hour for us when we get there, are they? Like, it's just, <laughs> it just sounds too good. So if that interests you, definitely keep an eye on uh, our Twitter feed, tcgs.co, um, and then make sure you listen to the podcast because we'll be talking about it um, once, as I said, once we start uh, nailing things down, getting dates together. Um, it, it's looking like it might have to be a ticketed ev- event. So um, we'll, we'll give you enough time to uh, announce when the tickets are going to go up. Um, but yeah, I mean, keep keep your eye out. I've seen so many people saying that they're coming to this thing, so yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. Going to be a lot of fun. Well, we might have to that- do a, a you know three or four dates. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes, we do. Due what, to what, they demand. what do they call it? Like a, re- a residency. Uh, <laughs> laser Quest. We got a three months residency. Come every Saturday night, TCGS night. Um, yeah, this is this no, where the, the idea was it's TCGS Con, but it's like TCGS yeah. Con North. You know, it's what this one is. <laughs> yeah, TCGS Con North. <laughs> so you know, it might not go ahead. Let's let's uh, let's see how it goes. Um, right, feedback from last week's show, Matt. I loved it. I see. Uh, yeah, fit in, yes and yes and no. Uh, Pie Trick oh, has messaged. Hi, uh, lads. Matt, I really Pie Trick. Patrick. Pie Trick. Pie Trick. Uh, Polish. That's not a name I recognise, so I was just going Yeah, by. I'll be honest with that. I wouldn't recognise that name. Sean, you know, I love a Matt bashing. Piatric. Piatric. Okay, cool. Okay. Um, hi, lads. <laughs> Wait, hold on, Matt. Did you just write something down then? <laughs> no. <laughs> what, what, what? <laughs> it sounded like you wrote that down, like on a whiteboard or something. <laughs> yeah, I've got How do you say that the guy's put a post-it there. note on his computer? <laughs> 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 I thought it could be Pietro, but then it's like, it's IE, so I thought, it doesn't matter. Right, um, hi lads, I have two small corrections slash comments regarding David's talk about unpacking. One, a diaphragm is a form of birth control, and nobody corrected him, so I think he's the smart one of the group. 
that's that's right, but I use it in a completely wrong context. Well, didn't yeah. I? Plus, plus, Dave was sort of implying that it was something obscene, and there's nothing obscene about birth control methods. No, no, we're, we're but all grown up. Diaphragm. That isn't right. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Isn't the f- diaphragm like? Isn't that now seen as like a bit? Uh, I don't know. It is a comedy vehicle, isn't it? Now, right? Because isn't it like really old fashioned way of doing it? I mean, I'll be honest with you. I I don't know much about sex. I'm not. I'm not. I haven't had lots of it. Do you want to get into it now? I, I, don't, I don't know what really happens. Um, I just. I I thought that was. Isn't that not okay? Right. I think it is. A, I think it's a relative. It's a less common one now. Yeah. Right. But, gotcha. Less common. Yeah, less it's not common. like it's not the the chest like muscle or like bo- yeah, it's you know, the skeletal it's not it's not that it's just it's also yeah. the other thing I think yeah. we're fine with what we said well also yeah. if you're thinking of diaphragm in, in terms of the muscle underneath your lungs I wouldn't describe that as chest muscle no Matt. I was just I googled it I was like or trying puff. to take bits I don't know I mean muscle. I would go wherever Matt's just said because I just saw him like highlight the word and he's clearly googled it so he's probably yeah, got better yeah. information <laughs> I, I want to know which one came on first on google and the first one is the definition of you know the thin skeletal muscle that sits at the base of the chest yeah there you go right see okay so I think All we right. win uh Pierre right number two um he said that the player should be allowed to put stuff where they want this is obviously back on unpacking but there are parts in the game where you have to put a thing somewhere that gives it a narrative punch something only games and interactivity can do so while it could be a tiny bit frustrating in the first couple of levels i thought it was worth it for that love the show thanks for recommending nathan for the uh for you yeah uh, no problem that you absolutely watch nathan for you it's amazing and um yeah you're right i got to that bit where you have to put one thing in a place for narrative reasons um it was all right i don't think i'm gonna play it anymore <laughs> sounds like it really I, affected you did you not finish it no uh, I got. I think I'm like two levels away from finishing yeah. it. So yeah, that, that wasn't um, me saying like, "Oh, I can't believe you've not finished it." I just, I, <laughs> no, I, I just no. I'm aware it's no. meant to be very short, so I wasn't sure if you had on. It's not. It's not that short. I, yeah. I mean, it's. I suppose it is pretty short, but you are doing the same thing over and over again, so yeah. it does feel like it's taking forever. And plus, I suppose and, uh, like if you know it's only ever going to get more complicated and more drawn out. So if you're already feeling like you want to tap out it's not going to get any better for you is it i suppose no, I, I i tell you what it is i got to a level where because i was getting this thing where i finish a level and go oh thank god that's done <laughs> you press next level and there's loads of boxes again and i'm mm. like oh for fuck's sake so i did one and I, I uh i moved into this place there was loads of room for stuff that i was unpacking and i thought i won't go into it because i guess it gives away the narrative or whatever but it's a big big place with uh loads of uh loads of room and i thought ah oh, this is good it's not doing that thing that i thought it was going to do where oh, it's going to get harder and harder to put things in mm. you know what i mean like mm. oh clearly this character has more space in her life now yeah and i can put things places this is really cool okay i'm into this and then the next level was the same house but with more boxes. <laughs> and I was like, okay, that's not what you're doing. Okay, fuck this. And then I sort of tapped out and <laughs> didn't do it anymore. So, uh, yeah, I know you, you can also turn that off. Someone told me that you can turn. There's an, Yeah, we've uh, got the next, next bit of feedback, yeah. actually. Go on, sorry. So, sorry. SMW 
unpacking feedback probably the hundredth person to message about this but it was a, there is an option in unpacking to turn off the everything in the right place checks i quickly turned off as i found it ruined the narrative i was building for the character in my head for example when they get older i wanted to hide some of the cuddly toys thinking that they were, had grown embarrassed by them but also couldn't quite part with them these made up stories are what i enjoyed the most and i wish the game embraced it more i love to see a sequel that allows free flow unpacking and analyzes this to create branching narratives prominently displaying holiday items as a child for example may lead to more signs of travel in adulthood or focusing a childhood desk on a specific subject could affect future career development etc unpacking each pair of knickers was definitely annoying smw yeah, I, I, I'd say that, um, fair enough, yeah, I'd miss that option. Um, however, I will say that that option is hidden away in the accessibilities section of the menu. It never tells you that that's an option at the start of the game. Mm. And when you go to turn it on, it goes, whoa, no, hold on. Hold on a minute. You can't. Are you fucking sure? Like, <laughs> what do they call you? <laughs> it says... Um, this removes the puzzle element of the game. And I thought right. there's nothing puzzling about it. There's no puzzle <laughs> involved in you got it in the wrong room. Um, but, but as the uh, previous um, listener said that, you know, there are narrative reasons for wanting you to put certain items in certain places. But, mm. but it's interesting, like but, between those two messages, obviously, yeah. One player sort of pointing out, or sorry, one person pointing out that, yeah, they, they've played it in a way that, they appreciated that the game steered them towards like certain narrative points, and then another saying, "Well, actually, I was trying to do my own." Thank you, and it's it's, it's just just interesting, isn't it? I would say this though, right? If you're doing a get like the game, it's trying to tell you the narrative through what you're doing, and if the point is is that actually this person doesn't want this out in the open, they want it hidden away, right? Mm. Why then am I putting it like say up on the wall? And then the game's going, nah, that's not where you want it. Oh, but the idea is that she put it on the wall, but you're telling me she doesn't want it. So that kind mm. of, okay, yeah. all right, whatever, mm-hmm. delete. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> Look, listen, I- I've heard a lot of people fall in love with this game. A lot of people have even said that it was their game of the year for last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, you know, I, me not liking it has no effect on that, and <laughs> um, and I'm happy for you. But I just, yeah, I, I had to tap out in the end. Cool. Um, Hack on Lingstad. Still probably top three names for me of listeners. Yeah, me boy. By uh, the way Dave is trying to defend stones and gallons and yards and whatnot is absolutely ludicrous. He comes off as cross and incapable of independent reflection, constantly interrupting Dr. Farley's perfectly understandable explanation as to why he's gotten used to the far more superior metric system. Try embracing science, logic and enlightenment for a change, Dave, instead of clinging to dated tradition. That being said, still laughs at the irrelevant bit. Right, hold on. (laughs) Let me... Linkstad, what you've done there is you've not listened to the podcast because last week <laughs> I clearly pointed out that the yards and all that stuff is ridiculously stupid and the metric system makes way more sense. <laughs> and what you've done there is you've taken me just saying stuff to wind James up as my actual opinion. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know if you noticed last week. <laughs> Last week, I had just a little tweak of James. I think this is a really sore point for you, isn't it, James? It seems to set you off when I wind you up about it. No, I don't care. It's fine. Okay, you don't care. Okay. (laughs) Sounds like you're not bothered at all. Very convincing. I'm not at all bothered. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Listen back to last week's show, 
make your own mind up. But no, I definitely, I am fully aware of how stupid the uh, whatever system, what is it they call it? The imperial system. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it's ridiculous. It is utterly ridiculous. But what can you do? Winds James up. Do you know what I mean? Right, Rob the Toffee. Bonus show suggestion. Hi team, love your shows and your bonus shows. Just a thought for a segment if you are after ideas. We're not, so we'll just move on. Hugh, no. <laughs> That's a, yeah. um, how about the four of you do the Fantasy Critic League for 2022? It's still early enough in the year for it to work. I know that kind of funny do it, but they have no banter, so it doesn't just work and they never reference it throughout the year. The chemistry with you four competing against each other with monthly updates will be brilliant. Sean would likely pick the indie gem. Matt would probably only go for blockbusters. James, I can see being suckered in my Nintendo. And David going with a broad spectrum. You could do a draft episode and then do a monthly update on the games you bid on. Just an idea, but I think it will make great comedy to listen to. Thanks again for all the shows. Rob what the is Toffee. this? I don't understand. This, I was going to say, cause, so I have, obviously I've not heard the kind of funny thing, but is this, I know I've heard of other shows that do this with like films and stuff where essentially at the start of the year, everyone has like a budget and you have to sort of bid on certain films or games in our case. And there's like different categories. So like, you know, like highest grossing or like most, you know, awards, stuff like that. And you're all sort of bidding against each other. Right. It's just not. I mean, Matt, do do you know I how mean, kind of funny uh, do it? Is that? Uh, much... I haven't actually heard kind of funny shows. Okay. Uh, they well, they do what? this, but I assume the same kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I, look, all I'll say is that I'm not in the uh, I'm not in the business of nicking other people's ideas. Do you know what I mean? We've come out with some crackers ourselves. We don't we'll need leave that to uh, video game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Still can, don't I? I go. Uh, Hugh. Uh, no, I haven't listened to those though, but I, I don't know. Maybe. Well, maybe I, 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 I gather it does work. Like, it is a, it is a good <laughs> format. I, um... That's the best thing you could say. No, I'm just saying, well, no, I'm going to say, it's, it's not something I've I've listened to myself. I'm just, I'm aware we're sort of moving on idea. from it. But I just mm-hmm. want to be clear that it is a thing other shows do, and apparently it is entertaining. <laughs> Sean, yep. just, the delivery of that was just perfect. <laughs> I will say, I have heard of this idea, and it does work. It does work. <laughs> it is technically functional. Yeah. Thanks for the suggestion. Oh, we've got another um, Imperial versus Metric email. Hugh, I don't often pause the podcast to send you an email. And I can't believe I'm doing it about measurements and conversions. But, Sean, one... Hector. Oh, Hector. God. One hectare is 10,000 square metres. Surely it's easier talking to a farmer about his 15 hectare field rather than his 150,000 square... It's a hectare, right? Not a hectare. Yeah, it is. But oh, everyone okay. does. No one says hectare when I work because they get punched. <laughs> <laughs> you sound too posh. Hectare. So it's a hectare. Shut up. Hectare. <clears throat> right. Yeah, it's like, I'm just like a, uh, it got start, really okay. confusing when Hector joined the office, though. <laughs> so, 15 hectares. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'll start again. Sean, one hectare is 10,000 square metres. Surely it's easier talking to a farmer about his 15 hectare field rather than his 150,000 square metre field or his 0.5791 square, meet, square miles field. At least hectares are an improvement on acres. 4,046 square metres. I don't even know why this made me angry. Anyway, love the podcast. Appreciate you all from Hugh. Well, Hugh, I mean, if that made you angry, you're going to hate the explanation. Um, Go on. I didn't know that's how big a hectare was. <laughs> no, <laughs> never, I mean, no, I just never, never, never occurred to me to look that up for some reason. No I, I measure in me. square metres and then convert it. That's, like, that's, yeah. that's what I do. Oh, God, this is really boring, isn't it? Yeah. Also, Sean, we yeah. totally fucked that. 
What? Why did we say what that was when Matt was struggling? I would oh, yeah, love to left it, go. Yeah. One ha, ha. is telling <laughs> <laughs> that. <laughs> go on. Kurt Lewin. Hi, chaps. More one for the feedback section, this, but I was wondering if James could clarify what he meant about a mobile version of Game Pass for a small monthly fee after the acquisition of King with mobile not really operating that area right now. Given that all King games are free to play, I'm not sure how it would work unless it was something like you got a certain amount of in-game currency to spend in each game each month. Or did James mean it would be like normal Game Pass using xCloud on mobile that could happen, but I don't think they would charge a lower price for it. Honestly, I'm not trying to dunk on James here. Just genuinely asking what he meant. <laughs> That's bullshit. That last line was bullshit. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> totally yeah. It's a great question, James. I feel like we've had a lot of James. feedback lately that's like, I promise I do like the show, but... <laughs> <laughs> You're all fucking idiots. <laughs> but when you were discussing who's the thickest last week, the answer is all of you. <laughs> James, what's your response? So my response to that is I'm not talking about games that are out right now. I'm talking about stuff that maybe they're going to use King to develop, like Microsoft properties or whatever, that will then appear on like a mo- of, you know for mobile. And that's one of the reasons they wanted King is so that they can sense. expand using their properties into mobile as well, which may right. then form part of a, a Game Pass subscription. James, that yeah. was superb reply to that. Superb reply. Don't fucking believe it. I don't. I, I <laughs> think you about? forgot that most most of their games were, um, How, were free to Dave, play. Okay, and David. this is you, this is you responding in uh, Captain Hindsight, I believe, is the current <laughs> phrase doing the rounds. Go on, what was it? How okay? How could I forget that mobile is all just free to play stuff? Is he's right, he's making that out every the opportunity he gets. He definitely yeah. knows that. So, <laughs> yeah, he's got a point. Okay, yeah, but he forgets a lot of stuff when he gets heated. That's the thing. When he's on this podcast, he goes, I never said that. James, you said it three <laughs> seconds ago. We just need... The listeners just need to hit the rewind 15 seconds button and they can hear you say what you're saying you didn't say. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, it was um, funny the other day, like, Asher was doing the, exactly the same thing. And, like, Chen looked at me that? and she was, well, no, like, just denying that he'd said stuff that he'd already said. <laughs> and then Chen was like, I wonder where he gets that from. And this yeah, was like, a like tear rolled down your eye. <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then Chen said, why are you crying? And you said, I'm not. <laughs> That's my boy. <laughs> Right, is that it for the feedback? That's it for feedback. Yeah, if you want to leave us feedback, go to tcgs.co slash dear tcgs. I mean, if you're looking down at your podcast player and seeing that this is a 20 hour show, <laughs> it's because of this. James, time for the news. Yeah. Um, so people are, you see, we, we haven't even started, rec- okay, before we started recording. He doesn't even know how to begin the news section. No, 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 really. I just There's wanted so to give much a- news in here. I know, I just like. Buzzing. I just I wanted to give like a little thing. Like I, I had done this already. Like it was all ready to go. And then obviously there's a whole <laughs> bunch of things happen like just before we record. I mean, people are saying, Oh great, at least it's it's happened before we record this time. Yeah, it's brilliant. Is it? I mean it's just yes. it just adds to the all the stuff that we've got to talk about and then it's the do show. Do you remember do you remember last week's show when we were going like do you remember what happened? But like over a week ago, do you remember that? God, what are your opinions, guys? Like, yeah, I know, but then now, that was quite good because then you can have like a more opinion. measured conversation about yeah. it after you have a measured about conversations, it. James. We don't no, know I what we're liked, talking about. We had a about. comment on Twitter or Discord saying, you know, it's quite nice that a few days have passed because uh, rather than just hot takes from everywhere else, yeah. there was a bit more thinking behind it. Whereas this week, yes. oh, 
Yes, that was James so Farley's so maybe, alt account on so our Discord, So maybe we should just Matt. leave some of these for next no, week. No, <laughs> let's not leave some of these that, for next that, week. That's We're a new here. tactic. We just report on all the news a week late. Yeah. <laughs> a week later, yeah. <laughs> We'd be like Edge. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go. anyway, the first story is that well, this this just broke just before we were recording, kind of, is that Sony are buying Bungie for $3.6 billion. Whoa! This yeah. was, Megaton. I found this more exciting than the uh, the Bethesda one. And I think because... The Bethesda the, or Activision Blizzard one? Uh, sorry, the Activision Blizzard one, yeah. The, 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 <laughs> I saw the Activision Blizzard one and I was excited about it, but I was kind of like, well, they are acquiring a lot of stuff. This isn't like... I out of nowhere even though it was no one was expecting it obviously but people were expecting Microsoft to make some big acquisitions I never expected PlayStation to announce today that they were buying fucking Bungie I know this, that's I was, mad I was expecting it was going to be Microsoft were going to do this because well, there's I, been I was going to say because yeah has, has any other developer been owned at various points by both Microsoft and then Sony <laughs> I mean, no, you got, I mean, you got Rare were owned by Nintendo and then Microsoft. That's true. I mean, that's that right. That is true. Yeah, look at look how that panned out. Um, yeah, I brilliantly, don't... they made Sea of Thieves, Dave. Every opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> Connect Sports was very good. And that was actually pretty good, James. Yeah. I know. Right I'm not going to defend fucking Connect Sports. Fucking hell. <laughs> and all those avatars as well. There's some good avatars. Oh, yeah, yeah. You want to see what the bottom of an avatar looks like? <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Um, no, this is this is interesting, isn't it? Um, Shall I read I mean, all the stuff so that we well, the, the, yeah, yeah, some of the, the some of the stuff in the statement was a bit weird. I thought, and I put this in the WhatsApp group, and I still find it a little bit weird. But let's yeah, let's go. Okay, so Bungie will be an independent subsidiary of SIE that's going to be run by a board of directors consisting of the current CEO and chairman, Pete Parsons, and the rest of the studio's current management team. And then Sony has said that Bungie will remain a multi-platform studio with the option to self-publish and reach players wherever they choose to play. And then this is what Jim Ryan says about it. He says, We've had a strong partnership with Bungie since the inception of the Destiny franchise, and I couldn't be more thrilled to officially welcome the studio to the PlayStation family. This is an important step in our strategy to expand the reach of PlayStation to much wider audience. We understand how vital Bungie's community is to the studio and look forward to supporting them as they remain independent and continue to grow. Like Bungie, our community is core to PlayStation's DNA and our shared passion for the gamer and building the best place, blah, blah, blah. Um, Then it says, Then Pete, Parsons said that SIE supported the studio's dual goals of making generation-spanning entertainment while staying creatively independent. So that's like the main sort of quotes from from both both sides over this. Right. So, like, I, I'm not quite sure about the fact that they can publish independently. They can put their games on whatever systems they want. Um, that's the stuff that I'm finding confusing, and Why? I'm wondering whether we're entering an era. Where we've got Sony and micro- <coughs> excuse me, Sony and Microsoft bartering for games to be released on the other systems. Yeah, do you I know mean, what I mean? When you see, when I saw this, what, I do you think this is two, like a two. like an arms race in terms of like, oh well, if you're not going to give us Call of Duty, you're not getting the next Bungie game. Like that's yeah. how it feels, and, right? See, when I saw this, my first thing th- thought was, okay, they bought this to stop Microsoft buying them. Basically, it's like, and they've done it so that it's like, okay. 
maybe it's not a huge amount of money, but they're saying, you know, you can be completely independent, we'll leave you alone or whatever. But then also this is to create a differentiator as well, where they just say, yeah, their games are definitely going multi-platform. Like we're not doing what Microsoft are doing and being really coy yeah, on, on the whole thing. That's true. And that's, and that's one of the reasons yeah. for doing so, Yeah, like you do wonder, I mean, three billions a lot, obviously, but yeah, you do wonder if it's like, is this just something they've done purely as an optics thing? Like, yeah. you know, everyone's sort of going, oh, well, that's it. Bethesda and Activision Blizzard stuff is no way it's going to PlayStation anymore. So for Sony to then turn around and go, well, we've bought a studio and we're happy to ritual to stay multi-platform. What's the fucking, what's yeah, the big I, deal, I, man? Poss- possibly. <laughs> I think, I think, I don't think it's 100% that because no. I think Bungie, all right, Destiny, you, you hear Bungie, you think Destiny now, right? Yeah. Um, and I, I just think, they're so talented at what they do. Like I, I dropped off of Destiny a while back, but there's still no doubt on the talent that they've got at that studio. Oh yeah, those like games. The, the games. I mean, I even, could... even I've fallen away from it a bit, but I'm excited about you know uh, Witch Queen expansion and everything. Like the game's gone from strength to strength. It's, yeah, it's it seems been to get bigger and better. Yeah, man. And I could pick up that game tomorrow and have fun with it. Right, I don't, it, I don't know, it's I pretty fucking the... impenetrable at the moment. Yeah, I, I'm <laughs> but, sure it is, but I could still yeah. go onto a planet and fucking run around. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. This, brilliant, this doesn't feels it? Just yeah. unbelievably mm-hmm. good to play, right? So See, I think the future of Bungie, like if they pump some money into that studio and expand it and we see Bungie branching out on not just doing Destiny, like that is, uh, the future of that studio could be really, really bright. And, yeah, yeah. And, I mean, the the, the roadmap to be under the PlayStation banner is like is pretty pretty wild. Yeah, like the, the you know the, the roadmap to the end of Destiny Two exists, right? So there's obviously this is you know this purchase might not be really about Destiny Two. It might be about what you know whatever's coming out three, four, five yeah. years down the line, um, yeah. which obviously we don't know anything like about. Destiny but, Three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I, I, I'm going to do a Jeff Grob. Um, I think it wasn't basically the rumor was there's like a few games in the works and like some of them are still in the world of Destiny, but I think some aren't. Um, but I mean, I've got I'm no sources for to any of that, a so. roguelike deck building Destiny game. I mean, I'd, I mean, I'd fucking play that, Dave. With, uh, that with, game. with NFTs, it's got NFTs yeah. as well. Cool, cool, and, yeah, and, and also you mentioned that matter thing, didn't it? Ages ago. Oh yeah, a few couple that? of years ago. Well, Probably longer than that. Like yeah. it's been five years since twenty twenty. Yeah. I mean, and, and to be fair, like but, the amount of time they've been making Destiny Four, of course, there's an appetite there to do anything else by now. I would have thought, but yeah. I mean, the other thing with this is, I mean, this is obviously not in any way in reaction to what Microsoft have done with Activision because this is no, this has always been going on ages ago. They've been planning yeah, this yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But then also, this does give Sony like shooters still as well because that's yeah. something that they're maybe potentially going to lose, you know, with the mm-hmm. with the Activision Blizzard thing. So, yeah. I mean, I mean you've it's... also got to remember, James, that there's probably a good chance that Sony knew well ahead of time that, that Microsoft were buying Activision Blizzard, right? I don't know. Well, we don't know that, whether they knew I that I think not. there's a high possibility that they know what their competitors are doing. Uh, maybe. And what I mean, I'd, yeah. I, I don't know anyone who, who saw the, the Activision stuff coming. The Microsoft no, because the thing is, better. if Sony knew, then journalists would know. Yeah, like, certainly that sort of thing. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But then anyway, also, how do um, you how do you mobilize like the amount of people that will have been involved in putting that together? Someone would have said something, wouldn't they? <laughs> so yeah, we said it last week that you know, is it good for gaming this stuff? And um, I don't know. I think we've just got to see. It, it's the way it's going, so we've just mm. got to see where it goes from here. Yeah. I think. You know, uh, there's nothing we've got control over. 
Um, I mean, when it's yeah, it, like it's easier. Well, is it? I was gonna say it's easier to defend when it's your sort of you know mid to high tier sort of indie studios because it's a precarious existence. And you know what? If taking Sony or Microsoft's money ensures that you don't have to sack anyone, then of course you're going to make that decision. Um, but then also, yeah. But then you start worrying about creative freedoms and such. Yeah. For um, sure. Whereas, yeah, like I'm, I'm not worried that the next Call of Duty is going to be creatively compromised by microsoft owning it um but then equally you could argue that activision blizzard was was you know financially running just fine as a company it didn't need anyone to provide it any security you know so yeah. Yeah. also it wouldn't be bad for there being some creative control over call of duty at this point let's uh let's mix it up a bit <laughs> here's here's the thing though right i think if Sony are going to start making acquisitions like this, I think they are going to have to work on this Game Pass competitor and and, and build it up because, you know, if Destiny bring, uh, sorry, if Bungie bring out the next game for both consoles and it's you know seventy pound on both consoles, that's a little bit different from Microsoft bringing out a Call of Duty game that's seventy pound on the PlayStation Five and also launches on Game Pass. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So yeah. I, I think if Sony are going to go down the route now of buying these big studios and bringing them into the PlayStation family, then, um, yeah, then I kind of hope that they have that sort of competitive Game Pass service. I just can't see them doing it. Do you honestly it. think that they will be putting any first party they don't need, on they, They're Pass. only going to do that when Game Pass really starts to bite them. That's when they'll do it. But they're not going to do it yeah. until then. Mm. Yeah, I, I can't see him doing it straight away. But what I'm saying is that when we're getting these games that are owned by the 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 big companies that are coming out on both systems, when you're looking at value for money or whatever, it's pretty mad, right? The difference. <laughs> but then, what's also interesting with this is like they're saying that they're going to allow, like they're saying that you know Bungie can choose where they want to publish stuff. Like that doesn't matter. Yeah. Does that include them saying you can publish on Game Pass if you want to? Because I doubt it. No, that... I doubt that. I highly doubt that. I mean, who knows? There's probably all sorts of clauses in the contracts, and yeah. Um, yeah, they are maybe really they're just saying maybe just they're just saying this stuff now to sort of, as you say, put put their flag in the in the um, what do you call it? Sorry, put the flag in the ground. Draw the in line the in the sand. Put the mm. flag in the ground. Um, and sort of say, look, this is how it should be done, and maybe they will go back on that. Who knows? Mm. It's so, it's just mad at the moment, isn't it? It is mad. And I also, think right, Sony could mate, be call, doing... me, call me mad, right? Uh, look, I know Call of Duty is massive, and um, uh, World of Warcraft, Warcraft is massive, and all this sort of stuff. But when I look at that, they bought them for three point six billion. Mm. I looked at that and thought. That's a pretty good deal, that. Yeah. It? Would you not, would you not rather deal. have, you like, you know, 15, 20 bungees rather than one Activision Blizzard? Mind you, 3.6 billion for a studio that's pretty much just done one, the one game. I mean, yeah, I can no, see yeah, why yeah, people, yeah. I think, that's yeah. a lot of money for, for Destiny Well, yeah, and 2. a game that, you know, clearly Activision didn't think it was doing well enough to keep it going like they, they let no, Bungie go and said take them. your fucking game with you like they <laughs> clearly it wasn't at, you know certainly at that point must not have been I know, i'm not saying it wasn't profitable but obviously wasn't you know where it should have been i think it's improved since but it's yeah is it worth is that like that one game probably wasn't going to be worth buying Bungie for but as you say it's presumably this is more about what's next there is well more, this is it next time next time Bungie announce a game everyone sits up and listens yeah 
hundred yeah, yeah, percent. Yeah. Like it's totally. it's going to be a big deal. Apparently, this is also not the end either for PlayStation buying stuff because it oh. says uh, Jim Ryan said we should expect more when it comes to further PlayStation acquisitions. Right. So they're going to buy some yeah, more. I mean, yeah, this is having to build up a content library and yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. But you see, at this stage, to me, it really feels like it's just building a library just to deny Microsoft so that they just don't <laughs> buy everything. Well, I it's don't just know like, because you know. I this is the first purchase, obviously, you know, because there's been a few recently. Um, there was oh my god, I've forgotten their name. The Returnal Fire devs. Sprite. Oh, Fire Sprite as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, they were developers that clearly had. You know that that Blue sort of Point ongoing as well, relationship, wasn't it? Was yeah. It? yeah, Blue Point. But they brought, oh, yeah, yeah, they yeah. bought developers, though, haven't they? Not just publishers. Uh, true, you know, is the yeah. thing, and that's um, what Microsoft has just gone for the you know the top. Yeah, just gone for the, the top. Yeah, yeah. But like, yeah. So this is this is the first one where I mean, all right, Destiny One. There was definitely a, a sort of affiliation with PlayStation. There was, you know, I think it was like it was always Sony conferences that got to show Destiny stuff, um, and there was always like you know timed exclusive DLC and stuff. So even though it was never you know, the game was never exclusive to PlayStation, but it felt like there was a relationship there. But then that seemed to really die off um, for Destiny 2. And then especially when it was like, hey, guess what? The new Destiny expansions, on, Destiny 2 expansion, rather, uh, is on Game Pass. Um, that was like, oh, shit, yeah, they've properly was... jumped the fence. Like, this is yeah. weird. And now they've gone back again. Um, so I it's, really it's thought odd. they were going to get bought up by Microsoft. I just Same. was convinced yeah, that that's what was going to happen. Well, because I... <laughs> I mean, I figured something was up when Destiny 2 quietly left Game Pass on the same day that Halo came out. Um, Did he really? I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, pretty pretty transparent, really. Um, very much looked like Microsoft just going, right, well, that's that's the day from which we've got our own shooter, so off you, off your top. Bye. Um, yeah. Um, and yeah, and, and you know, maybe people at Microsoft did know that this, this deal was on the way through, and so they weren't exactly going to fight to... There'd be no point fighting to keep Bungie on, on well, Destiny on Game Pass at that point, I, I guess. Especially, mm. yeah. yeah. I, I think for me, what they could do in, with this project Spartacus is, yeah, Sony doesn't look likely that they will put the, their first party titles on their day and date, but they do have the opportunity to put kind of benefits or DLC or something on that service. So, you know, if I'm going to buy it, I could buy it on Xbox or if I buy or obtain it through whatever PlayStation service is. So I can get on Game Pass, or if I choose to get on PlayStation, I might be buying the game, but I will have potentially a string of other perks and or DLC and or stuff ongoing. And, you know, let's be honest, there are way more <laughs> PS5 my- owners out there than there are Xbox owners. So again, there's like larger community and also potentially like other perks as a result of it being a first-party title. So maybe that's mm. what they do, rather than say, hey, first-party titles, day and date on Project Spartacus for free. Well, not free, but you know what I mean? Mm. I they they may just find other ways to incentivize you paying the money out out front for the game, but you get the benefits over so the long run. So you're saying they're going to do the opposite of Microsoft of like Microsoft offer the game and then people buy DLC for for that. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas you're saying they're going to offer the DLC. <laughs> Possibly, yeah. <laughs> I just can't ever see Sony game. saying any first party titles are on this service. They need to find a way to differentiate. Maybe it's by doing the opposite. Well, no, that's kind of Nintendo started doing though, wasn't it? Like, is you know, yeah. Animal Crossing DLCs out? But if you've got your Nintendo Online subscription, that's 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 included with see, it, but not the base game. I could see them putting first-party stuff on there, but not until like it's been out for like six months or something like that. First, mm. do you know what I mean like there'll be like a, a lag, you know, before it appears? But then, but then that just creates the I'll wait for it to come on Game Pass problem, doesn't true, it? True, but they did this with PlayStation Now before. Like they, there's games that they, they did they did that basically, you know, where it's like James, we're still waiting for Nack yeah, on but, PlayStation no, they didn't, Plus. Uh, hold on, hold on, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. 
they didn't do that with PlayStation now. The the play the way they dealt with new games coming to PlayStation now or recently released games or, you know, games that come out last year on PlayStation now, it didn't work. Like they, they put the games on there for like three months yes, and then took true. them off yeah. again. It was ridiculous. Right. You know, I think you're right, Sean. Mm. There's that whole, I'll just wait for it to come out on the PlayStation service. But I think their games sell like an insane amount at that high price point, And I still think they will for the people that just want to buy those games and don't want any, any of the other games on that service, right? True. I Plus, still think they'll I think sell. Sony are better at those, you know, yeah, those massive tentpole releases that everyone's going to want yes. day one. And they're not going to want right? to wait for it to appear for but free. Yeah. If they had a service where they were saying, <laughs> Eight months after a game come out, then it hits that right. I I think that is I, like I'd be interested in that. Like if they if they released a service where they were like if they released it tomorrow and it had Ratchet and Clank on there, Miles Morales on there. Mm-hmm. You're talking games that are a year old now. You know maybe Returnal on there. Mm-hmm. I I think that could be successful for them. Oh, but you know, I can't. They never do that because those titles still sell so much i mean wasn't miles Wallace still one of the biggest selling titles this christmas it's like a year they old. do but if you're selling a subscription which is make you know which makes them a lot of money as well why not yeah it's, and you also know. you're t- you're t- you're also looking at something like returnal which didn't sell that well yeah so they've sold that for so seven we know that i don't know what the sales figures are. no we, we know that it, it, it didn't sell as well they've they've you know they've come out and said it didn't sell as well as they'd hoped and really? uh, you know uh, yeah uh, and for them, like a, a lot of people would have looked at Returnal and thought, oh, I want to play it, but 70 quid. They put it on this service. They're going to go, yeah, I'm going to give that a go. And Returnal, and means- for the, you know, I, like we, we loved Returnal when we first played it. And then oh, yeah. it just got ridiculous. It like got way too hard for me and I got way too frustrated with it. And I, I, I gave up, right? Um, it was like, imagine Dark Souls, but each run up to a boss you were stuck on took you a fucking hour. <laughs> yeah. It was, it yeah. was that sort of thing. Um, so, so I ditched it, but you know, put, there's a lot of people that absolutely that was their game of the year last year and they fucking adored it. And the stuff that I did enjoy in that game, I adored as well for people to just have that on a service. I think is great because you know, you're past the point of all the hype and the marketing before it come out. You're past the point of the big launch, but it's still one of those games that you're back of your head where you're thinking, oh, I'll play that eventually, I'm sure. And if it's on this service, then I think Sony are in a better position to release a service where the games come out a little bit later than Microsoft are, for sure. And also, yeah, like stuff gets a new lease of life when they do this. And it's like, you know, then, you know, word gets round again, then people get on it, you know, people increase, that increase more subs or whatever. I know I, I could see them doing that, like maybe six, eight months or whatever down the line, just saying, yeah, it's it's on there now, and uh, yeah, that makes more sense to me. I think mm. it's exciting either way. I mean, whenever we event- eventually hear about this project, Spartacus, the you know, cl- clearly moves are being made, and it's going to be interesting to see what it's going to be like and what this means for the future. Especially if it's got like PS2 and PS3 games, like back catalogue of things yeah, included, yeah. that that could be good. That could be good. I said this on Twitter. I am praying this week Nintendo announced that they're buying Sega. Like, how <laughs> amazing would that be? Like, how funny would it be? Like, for example, the, the, you know, looking at the rivalry back in the 80s and 90s, right, considering all that stuff, but also considering the acquisitions that the others have made, <laughs> if, if Nintendo <laughs> buys Sega, that would just absolutely... Cr- and then they announce it with what looks like 
the Mario Odyssey equivalent of a Sonic game. Mm. <laughs> It'd just be so funny. It'd be so good. Um, but yeah, I've got a feeling this year is going to get crazy. <laughs> it's going to get crazy. Imagine if in our prediction show we said Microsoft are buying Activision Blizzard and Sony are buying Bungie. Like, it would be good. Look, you can have that. You can have that. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Lock him in. Lock him in, Matt. Lock him in. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, if that's what the reaction would be like. In terms of this other, other game that, that, that Bungie announced, yeah, so it's called Matter, and basically they said, they described it as a multiplayer action game akin to likes of Overwatch and Valorant. It'll be character-based, um, go create amazing team play moments, and uh, they're also looking at a time for live operation game developers, MMO developers, F- you know, free-to-play title developers, mobile game developers. I mean, this was uh, two years ago when we heard about this, so maybe, maybe we'll hear about this year. Yep, yep, it's going to be interesting. Right, uh, we've probably talked that to death. Okay, next story is that EGX Birmingham has been postponed until next year. Um, uh, so, yeah. This was the statement from Repop. They said, given the current climate and the knock-on effects of Omicron, uh, many of our partners and brands are not yet ready to return to live events. At the end of the day, we felt that we wouldn't be able to uh, put on the awesome show that you expect from uh, from us without them. So all the tickets for that are going to get refunded in the next few weeks. But EGX London is apparently still going to happen uh, later this year. Uh, yeah, for now. I mean, <laughs> like, uh, that's not a dig. That's not a dig. Um, I, I, I think, yeah, this is... This is a reaction to how EGX went at the end of last year. Um, there was a big backlash um, from uh, consumers or, you know, it could be a vocal minority on Twitter. But, I mean, we walked about and we were like, this does not feel like EGX. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's people who, you know, long- travelled for the weekend and got a hotel yeah. and stuff and they found that by the end of day one they'd run out of stuff to do. It's, um, it's yeah, and what, and what you don't want to do is start giving a bad name towards EGX by oh, doing conferences like that, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. So yeah. it's the right thing to do. It's got to hurt the company that's running it, like, obviously, and it's, you know, it's a fucking nightmare. But if you're not getting the companies in there and on board, then uh, you've really got to look at it and go, actually, we might be doing more damage to future expos yeah. uh, by making this go ahead. I mean, so, I can't yeah. even imagine, like, I mean... I. I'm pretty sure we all know how it feels when, like, something you've been working on for a while falls apart for reasons beyond your control. But, I mean, the amount that, like, the EGX events team must have, you know, have put up with over the last two years, it must just be fucking heartbreaking. Yeah. Do you know what Um, hit me today, Sean? mm -hmm. Do you remember when the pandemic started and we were talking about Res 2020 Mm. and going, are they going to cancel it? Are they going to cancel it? And here we are in 2022 going, yeah, of course they're cancelling it. <laughs> like, it, it's, it's wild, isn't it? That's, yeah, yeah it's mad. So for it those listening, mad. yeah, so EGX Birmingham is the conference formerly known as EGX Res, which was in London's Tobacco Dock. Yes. They moved it to the NEC, so a massive venue, and it's going to be like Indie plus AAA. So first of all, I'm thinking like, wonder if it would be any different if it was still back in Tobacco Dock. No. Nah, cause, no, I mean, I even though there's those be. outdoor spaces, I think, yeah, I still don't think it would be worth the risk. That said, WASD is going ahead, isn't it? Which is yeah, which is basically is, is basically taken over yeah, I, where Res has left off. So even though it's run by it's Network N, I think, isn't it? They're they're, they're running yes. that. Um, but like, yeah, like I was saying to you guys on WhatsApp earlier, like 
I, I sort of get why, like EGX, as shit as it is, they can afford to cancel an event or or delay it, and but people already know what EGX is. They know what to expect. They they're like, yeah, okay. Like I, I'll, I'm still looking forward to a, a future EGX because I know what it is. Whereas WASD, yeah. like they haven't had one yet, so it's much harder to like. Do you know what I mean it's harder to cancel your first event because you haven't even got your foot in the door, like in terms of people's sort of awareness of what it's going to be like. So I, I can see why they've they've kept that going. But yeah, it does does make you wonder if if Res was still at Tobacco Dock, like just is it the venue that makes it a bit more viable because there are more outdoor spaces? Personally, I think. No. Well, I think also it's just so much smaller. I mean, yeah, they would mm. need only a fraction of the number uh, of partners to fill up tobacco dock and make yeah. it seem like a viable yeah, expo yeah. whereas if a lot of people pull out of birmingham it's like holy shit this is a massive massive venue for yeah. a small fraction of partners yeah, so yeah i mean yeah, it, it, yeah, yeah that's it isn't it it's not about the people attending it's about the the companies attending no no, yeah. no, no, no. it's about partners yeah about filling that space so yeah so egx birmingham was in london egx egx was in birmingham and now that's yeah. in london so we'll <laughs> but yeah it was interesting because wasd and now I think they announced it today that they're they're sort of doing this thing where if you want to show off a game there, if you're you know an indie developer, you can just send them the build and they will set up a PC with it with it running on for you, and you don't have to physically attend, which I think is a clever way of getting around obviously the the problem that EGX has had. Um, I can't I don't I don't know how many indie developers will be happy to just sort of send over a pre-release yeah. build with you know without them there to sort of explain it or possibly you know if stuff starts crashing or you know because famously you know like they might sort of watch a load of people play the game on day one and then work on the build that night and then put a slightly better build up the next day and stuff you know so there's that constant sort of back and forth on that stuff or just you know to just be there in case it fucking crashes so oh yeah here's how you reset it sorry yeah if Uh, if you're an indie dev and you're listening to this and you're thinking about doing this right just one piece of advice please don't do the hey i'm on facetime next to the monitor oh no Uh, yeah if you want to talk to it that was uh, horrendous yeah did not like Um, that i mean i I know we've talked about this like obviously the dev being there is like a fantastic opportunity and and everything for for all involved but broadly speaking i just find it really awkward yeah, um, it. you know, no one's no one's fault it. whatsoever. It's just I'm I'm playing a game that I may not like, and I'm being observed by the person who's put hundreds of thousands of hours into it. Yeah, I know, I, just, I, know. Yeah. I know, but but I think it's worse over FaceTime because it's kind yep. of like definitely I've just got staring to to right you. at you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> at a screen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I felt well awkward about doing that. Yeah. Um, and it, I, I mean, for me, it just made me less likely to play the oh, game. Yeah, just, yeah, just didn't so, go anywhere near him. Yeah. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe the way to do it right is to say, "Here's my card with a." Uh, <laughs> this is probably we're not devs; we don't have a fucking clue. <laughs> but say, like, handing someone a card with a questionnaire, a link to a questionnaire on it, a website with a questionnaire on it, saying, "Hey, you know, if you got any questions, or if you you wanted to give a bit of feedback on the game, fill in the questionnaire." Yeah, yeah. Like, but or I even if it was just like, a, is it the Russian bots, or if it's just like a separate involved. screen that was like. In like a Discord with the devs or something. Do you know what I mean? You can just type stuff in, like, "Hey, I'm having trouble with this bit" or or whatever. Yeah. Or like, if you want to call them, you can. But I mean, it's, I was going to say that involves the dev being sat there all day. But then, of course, that's what they would be doing on. Yeah, this all sounds like a nightmare. Yeah, just a bit. Did you like this? Yes, no, maybe, yeah. maybe. <laughs> Move on. <laughs> <Was it? Yeah. laughs> maybe goodbye. <laughs> all right. Okay. Okay. Um, I've got some breaking news. 
Um, oh, really? Oh, my God. There's been another acquisition. No way. No, there fucking Shut hasn't. Up. Oh, my God. You're fucking kidding. I'm not looking. I, I want to hear it. Right. Oh, God. Okay. All right. No yeah, way. Look. Right. Okay. <laughs> Is it? Let's ask some questions. <laughs> no, 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 James. Are you being 100% truthful? I'm being 100% truthful. There has been an acquisition. Right, okay. Is, I mean, it, is it one of the big? Yeah, is it on. one of the big three buying someone? No. Oh, okay. Who gives a shit? It's going to be <laughs> something bollocks. Go on. Yeah, go on. <laughs> okay, the, the hit game Wordle has been purchased by the New York Times. Right, okay. Fuck off, uh, James. Don't wow. ever do that to us again. Don't ever do that to us again. How that many, is out of order. How many billion did they pay for it? Uh, it says here they've paid in the low seven figures, uh, the company said. Yeah. Wow! Is it well done? Is it, yeah. Is it mad that we're sitting here on transfer deadline day and <laughs> games being purchased is more exciting? Like that's weird, right? Well, I mean, Aaron Ramsey's gone to Rangers from Juve. Oi, oi. <laughs> okay, sure. <laughs> Wait. Uh, okay, James, don't ever do that again. That was that's out of order. Sorry, <laughs> I sorry. got so excited. It was then. Very I exciting for five seconds because I happen to have Twitter open. And I was just like, "Well, no one's saying shit on Twitter, so this is something's Aww. up." <laughs> Sean spoiled it for himself. Did. Go on. Okay, uh, next one is that Ubisoft have said that gamers don't get what NFTs could do for them. Oh <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, we're all just too <laughs> thick. That's the problem, isn't it? So let me let me read to you what I've got here because this is quite funny. Um, so in December, Ubisoft announced Quartz, which was their NFT platform for their games, where you could host like resellable in-game items with the code stamped on them or whatever. So the VP at Ubisoft Strategic Innovations Lab, um, Nicholas. Uh, Puad, I think it is, uh, had this to say. So this is what he said about it. He said, I think gamers don't get what a digital secondary market can bring them. For now, because of the current situation and context of NFTs, gamers really believe it's first destroying the planet and second, just a tool for speculation. But what we at Ubisoft are seeing first is the end game. The end game is about giving players the opportunity to resell their items once they're finished with them or they're finished playing the game themselves. So there you go. Um, then he says, also, 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 this is part of a paradigm shift in gaming. Moving from one economic system to another is not easy to handle. There is a lot of habits you need to go against and a lot of your ingrained mindset that you have to shift. It takes time. We know that. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, there, there's still... Two, two thoughts on this. I've got two initial thoughts on can this. I, the first before, thing... Before, anyway, before you do that, can I tell you what the, what the French game. trade union representing workers at Ubisoft Paris said? Oh, if they say what I'm going to say... Okay, go on. So, so they said this, they said, Ubisoft has recently entered the blockchain and non-fungible tokens market, a decision that has been widely criticised by our players, bringing no improvements or benefits to our games. Many of us in the company feel the same way and say that the blockchain is harmful, worthless and without future. You like uh-huh. dividends, subprimes, financial derivatives, crises, speculations, fast trading, money laundering, etc. <laughs> this is the assured and unspoken promise of NFT. We are far from the enjoyment of video games. Fair play for that. Yeah. Is that what you were going Fair to say, Dave? For that. Word, word. No, it wasn't. It wasn't actually. What I was going to say was close. right. Like firstly, like, like that, you, yeah. like, you look, you look at Ubisoft, right? The, the, I mean, I, you can't look at a comment like that and say, "Oh, right, the big company that's made these really overpriced things are, are saying that they're not selling because we don't understand them." Oh, right. Let me listen to that. Do you know what I mean? It's like, it's like the wolf. You know, telling you that I don't know. I haven't thought that analogy through. But it's like <laughs> no, a wolf. No, keep going, keep going. It's like the wolf telling you that telling yep. a rabbit that is actually this, is this wolf? He's got a nice sofa. 
<laughs> gladiators saying, come in. Uh, we could play, uh, we could go up the Travelator, is it called the Travelator? Yeah. yeah. He's like, Eureka <laughs> Johnson, be, this isn't working. You don't understand the Travelator like I Hang do. Hang on, is he still talking to a rabbit? I don't know. I don't know, I thought, Sean. I, I mean, I bet a rabbit could get up one of those things. They can fucking move. <laughs> oh, yeah, they, they can, they, yeah. yeah. They smash that easy. What are you talking about? That's not, even, what? That's not even a question, is it? I know, You're I was just imagining it, and it just, for a second, I was like, could they? Yeah, of course they could. That'd be great. <laughs> be a better show they're well fast yeah. um, also uh, Ubisoft gamers don't get what NFTs could do for them well Ubisoft don't get what treating their staff with a little bit of respect can do for them <laughs> do you know what I mean yeah, yeah. fuck you 100% <laughs> like, plus, honestly, plus, like, I, okay just... if gamers if gamers don't understand what the benefits are yet whose job is it to show us pricks like I <laughs> do you know what I mean as if it's on us to be like oh well we better get a move on and try and understand this no but also reselling digital items. Why is this impossible to do before NFTs? Yeah, that's the other. Problem. I don't understand. And, why I, and, it and has I still to use I don't get it, James. And I don't buy this this whole idea that you'll be able to you know buy stuff within one game and then use it within another. Like because, NFTs aside, that is just a whole mess of you know testicle, uh, testicle, technical, 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 and artistic mess of technical and artistic problems. Or testicle but problems, again, for sure. Why, even um, if you wanted to do that, why do you need NFTs to do exactly. that? I just Has anyone still require like so much cross-collaboration between developers and publishers who have no interest in actually doing that? Has anyone here considered that we might be losing it? Like, or maybe this, the spark's because of the, gone... Because of the testicles stuff. We don't know... Because of the testicles, because yeah. of the wolf from Gladiator talking to a <laughs> rabbit... <laughs> I mean, Look, we, we specifically said stuff. before this that we weren't sure what we would have to add to the NFT discussion. I now think we have our answer, Dave. <laughs> Actually, so, I'm <laughs> looking forward to the emails we're going to get uh, about this. Yeah. So, oh, you know. Can I make that very, very clear? If you know a lot about NFTs and you want to convince us to, to you know, that NFTs, please don't get in contact <laughs> with us. Please, please don't, because we will not read them out next week, and we will probably read three words of that message yeah. and then ignore yeah. it. I don't get in touch. Like the guy Thank who you. messages saying unions are shit and stuff. Yeah, I, I don't even. Yeah, it's just. Uh, yeah, don't get me started. Right. Okay. Should we move on? Do you, mm. do you want an update on Wordle? Because there's been some more information oh, leaked out. God. <laughs> what they, have they said? They were not releasing it on Xbox. Yeah. No. Sorry. Ha, has someone else now acquired the New York Times? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Microsoft. <laughs> so the, just quick update. It says the company have said to the New York Times that the game would initially remain free to new and existing players. Oh, good. Oh, wow. Initially, fuck <laughs> off. Millions of players uh, now are thinking, oh, I'm not going to bother doing it tomorrow. Yeah. Do you do it? Do we all do Word? Yeah, yeah. No. I do it on off. I do it every morning. What's your word? Uh, I change it every day. Oh, what? It's, Why? Uh, but one day, if you keep changing it, you'll, be- you'll miss out. It's like lottery numbers. Right. You, sound like, you sound like my nan with the lottery. Yeah, exactly. Like one day, <laughs> it'll be the word and you could have got it in one. Which I mean, but, but then everyone rise. knows there's literally no skill in that. It's just good luck. But yeah, well, I've got a feeling that the people over at Wordle are saying everyone's putting a rise as their first word. Is that a thing? Like, because uh, that's mine. Stop. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's I went a for big Steam thing for a while. Yeah, nice. Steam's another nice. one. Yeah. Steam's another one. I, I, I've gone yeah. with Adio or Ouija. But, but oh yeah, the th- oh I don't want to get Show into off. the Wordle thing. <laughs> uh, let's not get into the Wordle thing. Um, uh, okay, I mean, it's, it's okay. a computer game. I mean, it was <laughs> yeah, but uh, you know. Uh, I mean, I'm loving it. Like, don't get me We're wrong. We're about six months too late. Yeah, to be I fair. I was about to say to you, Sean. Yeah. Right here. Okay. So you've bought this up. Mm-hmm. 
I was going to say to you, I think it's better to find a word with as many, like, with as few vowels in it as possible. Because then you're, because there's more, okay, next news story. (laughs) Okay. Sega are exiting the well. Sega are exiting the arcade business after fifty six years. Ah oh, man, so they're, sad, they're isn't it? Because initially news. I thought, oh my god, they're going to be acquired, but really I was ignoring the main point that, oh my god, this is indicating that arcades are d- dying out a bit, aren't they? I mean, yeah. uh, like, I mean, I took Isaac to arcade club in Bury the other week. Uh, it was fucking yeah. great, but then yeah, it's. I think the. The identity of arcades has changed, hasn't it? Like, there's there's nothing like brand new in there. It's just no. The arcades are just going to be this place where enthusiasts and you know technicians and stuff are able to just sort of gather them in a warehouse somewhere and then charge you a tenner to come in. There, everything's on free play, which is really cool. But yeah, I think like arcade development must just be basically non-existent at this point, right? Well, you look. You look at. Um, you look at some of the. Uh, you go into a local arcade or whatever. Or you go down the, the seafront. You go down a market. Yeah, yeah. We go to any and, bowling uh, place. Yeah, you pop it. All of that. You look at how many of those have got the Sega logo on. Mm-hmm. Like honestly, yeah. it surprised me last time I was in one. Yeah, but this is um, more about the locations in Japan because that's where like this is. That's true. They're super prominent. Hit the aren't most. They? It's, it's, of course yeah, it is. It's, of it's, course it is. But. But I'm obviously thinking about how it's affecting us over here in Great Britain, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and, um, and I think it is going to have a look. Well, obviously, going to have a role on impact. Like arcades are going to become fewer and fewer. It's it's nuts. Well, okay. So this this company called Gender is has taken over, like from yeah. this in Japan, and they they're going to now be branded as it's G I G O, so Giga or whatever, and it's an acronym which is for Get Into the Gaming Oasis. Oh my god! Oh mate, oh, I, will. I like this company already. I fucking will. I got yeah. time for them. <laughs> I got time for them. Yeah, man, I'm all right with that. Why didn't we call this podcast the Gaming Oasis? Because <laughs> that How would have been completely not true. Name? Yeah, because it's, it's too <laughs> much true. Like Ready Player right. One. <laughs> fair, fair point. Fair point. Um, I don't know. Right, let Let's see. I there is still part of my brain <laughs> Sorry, going. What are we going to see, David? <laughs> I, I I mean, let's see about. Uh, sorry, I was going to move on to say. I still think there's part of my brain thinking that they might be acquired at some point. It's, it's weird, though, isn't it, that they the have before been. an acquisition. I mean, that does happen. It's it's weird, though, that it hasn't happened like for ages with this, and it just feels like there's, there must be something just really wrong with the company that nobody wants it. <laughs> no, like, it's just... no I, the people yeah, I'll tell you what's it. wrong. It's that they had like a massive arcade business that was doing nothing. <laughs> now that's gone. They've they've trimmed the fat. They they keep trimming it, and then there'd just be a rich library of IP for Microsoft to say, I'll take it for 50 quid. <laughs> Did you see the reaction when people were saying, oh, when this news story came out, um, a lot of people on Twitter were saying, Microsoft are going to buy them. Uh, and uh, there was a lot of Sega fans furious with that, absolutely furious with it. I don't think Why? they would like, uh, but I guess because they see it as like, you know, I, it's the thing they love. And if Microsoft come and buy it, they see it as sort of a threat of that company changing, I guess. Mm. Mm. Uh, next story is that EA have confirmed that there are three new Star Wars games in development at Respawn. Here we go. So one it, of them is obviously a sequel to Fallen Order, but they've also got an FPS in development and a turn-based uh, strategy game. Oh, no, sorry, not a turn-based strategy game, a strategy game, uh, which is being right. developed by people from 
uh, Firaxis and uh, XCOM and stuff. We cannot confirm how the turns are being taken, whether in real time or turn. Do you know that my, my well, initial real time, there won't be thought... any turns. <laughs> do, you know, <laughs> do you know my initial thought to this? Go on. It's that, do you remember when um, Titanfall 2 came out and everyone was going, EA are going to shut down Respawn and how terrible is that? I'm well happy to see this. That I think EA have now realised that actually respawn are fucking brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> um, we should give them more stuff to do. Uh, like for example, didn't didn't Titanfall two come out at the same time as was it Battlefront? Yeah, it or came out it, at a really like wasn't that ridiculous the first? Time? I can't remember. No, you might be right. I can't. Yeah, it was no. The first one clashed with Call of Duty. Uh, was the second one was sent out to die as well. It was it was terrible. Well, yeah, but it wasn't it? Didn't it? It was confirmed that that was actually like Respawn's decision. Yeah, sure. But what I'm saying is that it's mad now that Battlefront is pretty much confirmed dead That's now, true. right? And yeah. that Respawn are doing a first-person shooter yeah. uh, Star Wars game. Who would have thought that back then? I, what a mad turn of events for Respawn now to yeah. be. Well, yeah, because I, I think a lot of us at best thought, oh, well, that's it. They're the Apex Legends studio now. Whereas it, yeah. it very much looks and, like, yeah, gone, right, you've got some of that Apex money. Fucking go on, do your, do your little Star Wars games. <laughs> well, and what I really hope is that, you know, Fallen Order did really well. Yeah, yeah. And I know that you guys had um, some problems with it. I loved and, it. You know, it's, it's clear to see that it was. It was far from being what you would call a triple A game, right? Or, or, or to the standard of a triple A game that yeah, it's where you look a triple A game. Yeah, but it when you look at some something like like Spider Man and uh, some of the stuff that Sony mm. do, which this was kind of you could kind of put on a par with. There's a lot or, of jank. You no, know, even Guardians, even Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah. right? That's probably a better comparison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You look at Guardians of the Galaxy, compare it to Fallen Order, and say uh, Fallen Order, I really enjoyed, but you can see that it wasn't up to the level of say Guardians of the Galaxy. But considering that EA seemed to be throwing stuff at Respawn, and Respawn seemed to be thriving at the moment, you'd hope that the budget would be to take Fallen Order and turn it into something a lot more special. Yeah. Um, and I hope that's what happens. Well, this is uh, it. I mean, like, yeah, I like, can't yeah. wait to see where they go. Yeah, like, it. for all the problems I had with Fallen Order, like, yeah, I'd love to see a second one, like, 100%. Yeah, the base, <laughs> the base, like, the core of that game was good. Yeah, yeah. Like, the combat was really good. And, um, uh, you know, even the even the idea behind how you got about and the way the, the game was put together was pretty good. It's just, visually, it was a bit shonky. There was some... Um, technical issues here and there mm-hmm. and ultimately um you know some of the enemies and uh, decisions it made uh, sort of felt a, fell a little bit flat um so if they can tidy that stuff up we could have a really good few star wars games ahead of us you yeah, know? yeah hopefully yeah it's uh, i'm really excited for this because i really enjoyed fallen order i thought it was it was great very good it was good but Plus- I, I, i'll have to watch that ending again because that ending was fucking spectacular in that yeah, game yeah 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 I was just going to say, and also, if these are good, it doesn't matter so much when the David Cage one turns out to be shite. So that's <laughs> something as well. Do you know, the other hope I've got, Sean, yeah. is that it's amazing. And you're going to have to turn around and go, this is one of the most amazing it Star Wars someone, games someone else must ever have ever played. Cage one. Someone else must have ghost written oh, it. Yes. Have absolutely no chance that's going to happen. It's, <laughs> okay, it's well, going to be a disaster. Okay. You'll see. All right, we'll see. Although loads of people will say it's brilliant. And then they'll play it, and then it'll be like a couple of months later, people are like, actually, this is a bit yeah. rubbish, isn't it? Yeah. That's what will happen. 
I read something today that David Cage says he's been very inspired by The Last of Us Part 2. Of course he has. Okay. Oh, God, I can't make that joke, can I? Because it's a spoiler to The Last of Us Part 2. Okay, fine. There's Uh, a pretty good chance there's going to be pandemic stuff in this game, isn't there? Yeah. Yes, 100%. That's what it's going to be about. Yeah. But it won't be be a comment Um, on real-life events. No. No. So, uh, Call of Duty Warzone 2 um is apparently i mean it hasn't been officially confirmed but apparently it's it's happening um but there's somebody called tom henderson who apparently is is a reliable battlefield leaker and i'm saying apparently a lot here but that's because i'm having to yeah this sounds this. like it belongs in the farley's farley's fantasy zone but go on. i mean it was it was on Eurogamer, so it doesn't go in the fantasy zone but they said okay. he said that it's going to be a completely new game for the better hardware of pc and current gen consoles so playstation 5 and xbox series x and s and so now people are all worried that their paid cosmetics and stuff aren't going to carry over. Well, um, if they were NFTs, that cosme- wouldn't be a problem, would it? Yeah. Do, do, do their paid com- cosmetic stuff in the main game carry over? Like the m- main multiplayer game carry over? Because that's every year. No, but this is Warzone, which is not the same. No, I, I'm aware of that. But what I'm saying is that it's no different if they bring out a new Warzone and you have to start again. But they is don't it? bring out a new Warzone every year. I know, so it's better, isn't it? Because you get to keep I mean, your uh, cosmetic stuff for a longer period of time. But I think the point is more that like people assumed Warzone was just going to be an ongoing platform for a yeah, long they just time. Yeah, they just updated stuff. And, but, then, you know. I'd, yeah. but then it's not like any, any I mean, promises were ever with, made. With so many games now, Destiny, yeah. Call of Duty, I mean, uh, it just seems like a standard practice. I can't. Imagine why this would be any different. Most of the games that are like this, though, they haven't. Like Destiny Two is the only one I could think of that they've done this. Like normally, it's like like Fortnite that stayed the same pretty much. I mean, they they redesign everything, but then everything stays the same. Like all your cosmetic items and everything, you don't. So you're saying, so you're saying it's even though it's more common practice to bring out a new game on a regular basis, maybe every year, every two years, where you have to start again. That's okay, but doing it over a longer period of time, is worse. I don't understand what you mean, Dave, because the this is, Warzone is not the same as standard like Call of Duty multiplayer. Mm. It's not the same thing. But the concept of bringing stuff over to the next version of that game... But it doesn't, like, because Warzone's the first version of this. Okay, alright. Okay, I, I, I mean, I, I think that that's... I don't see the difference. I don't see the difference. If you're bringing out a new version of the game, then you start again, and that's been that's been common practice in video games for ages. I think it's, it's, yeah, as long as players can see the game is substantially different. I don't. I can't imagine me getting upset by this, but I, I don't know. No, because the the point is, is that they people look at Warzone as being a bit like Fortnite or a bit yeah. like PUBG or whatever, you know, where it's like this is a games as a service game that's going to be around for a long time mm. that maybe get iterated on or whatever, but it's not going. They're not going to do like you know, it, move a, on. Like it's not yeah. going to be Fortnite Two, for example. Yeah, you know, that's that. That's that's what this is. It's it's different to regular Call of Duty. It's not in the same the same lane as that. No, no I'm aware, but I'm, I'm what I'm saying is that if they need to do that. If they need to bring out a new version of the game because of how it's built on older, you know, built, you know, you look at the way that the that Bun- uh, Bungie run Destiny now, right? They're at a point where the game is so overloaded that they have to put stuff in the archive and stuff like that. If they could scrap that, start again on a new system where they didn't have to do that, 
then I think Destiny players would be well aware that the likelihood is that they'd have to start again in terms of all the shit they've acquired throughout. Yeah. Plus, like, I mean, yeah, because obviously Destiny 1 to 2, you kept the same character, but you didn't keep any of your stuff. But that's because you play 10 minutes of Destiny 2 and you're like, oh, this is a different game. Like, the systems have all changed. My old stuff wouldn't even really, you know, wouldn't be applicable anyway. So... I would say that is the the trick to not upsetting people with something like this. It's if like if you load yeah. up Warzone two and you're like, well, of course I haven't got my old stuff. Like this is this is not the same game. Um, then I think people could, will will take that on the chin. But yeah, I don't know. Mm. Interesting. Uh, next one is that there's details of a PS5 version of Cyberpunk 2077 have appeared, and this is yeah, from- it's been an interesting one. It's from a Twitter account which is called PlayStation Game Size, which like basically shows up details of upcoming releases because based on the PlayStation Store. And uh, yeah, this one is apparent. Like the PS5 version is apparently coming mid February, early March. So yeah, that I guess that makes sense. I mean, yeah, yeah I mean, uh, I, um, the, by the sounds of it, they're gearing up because there's some new artwork that's been released, right? So mm. it sounds like they're doing a proper full. I mean, people have jumped to conclusions, but. The rumours are they're going to do a proper full relaunch of this game. <clears throat> and that's exciting, right? Yeah. I still don't know if it's ready. How do you know? Uh, well, just because, I mean, I showed you the other night, didn't I? Because I'm sort of intrigued by this. I loaded up the PC version just thinking, actually, yeah, where you know, where's it up to now? Like in terms of bugs and stuff. And yeah, and like the, I walked into a, a diner and all the character models inside it were all like stood up just staring forwards and that like the legs were clipping through the seats and stuff and i was just like yeah same game yeah, <laughs> well, that's <laughs> what i'm you... saying so if they're doing a relaunch you'd hope that it'd be a significant yeah i mean yeah maybe there's another massive update, patch yeah. on the way see it's <coughs> weird because eurogamer said that according i mean apparently according to steam it now has a very positive user review rating it's one of the top selling games on the platform really like it's apparently Fair doing enough. very well now, yeah. and it's been improved. But I don't know. Yeah, okay. I, I would love them to do a full relaunch. It comes out. Oh, actually, no, it works perfectly now. It looks gorgeous. I, I that, that might tempt me to actually bother playing because I was interested in this before, and then I, it was just such a mess. That I just it just killed any kind of love. I didn't. I wasn't even tempted to try it out just to see how bad it was. Mm. So I would love it if you know it comes out and it's good and it's like a you know. It's a it, that's what we want. We, we want games to come back and actually do well. But who knows? Who knows? Yeah, just I just oh, hope I it is ready. Good. I just hope this is this is the right time. Yeah, yeah. That's all. I mean, really they can't it. afford for this next gen version to come out and that, and that will be broken. This has to be yeah, a perfect yeah. launch. This has to be a big launch. Yeah, yeah. and like, and sure. and like we I, don't know. Go on, sorry. We don't know when it will be coming out. They're not going to announce anything until they are 100% sure that the game is working. It is as good as it can be. I'm sure they've obviously got investors saying, look, release this game now. You're taking the piss kind of thing. But they cannot afford for this release on next-gen consoles to be anything less than perfect. I mean, in a way, Mm -hmm. like, thank God they've they've got that that vehicle of the next-gen versions to be like, right, now the game's out. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Like if it was just yeah. if the next gen consoles yeah, weren't around, then yeah. it was just like, well, here's another patch. Do you know what I mean? They'd have to like they'd have to put out like a you know complete edition with some new DLC or or something, you know, to make it a bit of a landmark. Whereas to be able to actually just go right next gen versions, let's fucking go. That's like enough of an, an event to get people interested again. Do you know what I mean? 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're very fortunate they've got mm. that in their back pocket. Let's let's hope they nail mm. it. Okay. okay. Uh, next story is that um, Discord PlayStation integration is now live. All right. I'm sure everyone's yes. really excited oh, about this. I'm excited about this. What, what yeah. have we got? What are we getting? I mean, so according to Discord, they said, once your Discord account is linked, the game you're playing, either on PS4 or PS5, will be shown as your activity, just like that. So there you oh, go. Is that it? Okay. So wow. it's not... It's not like using the chat no, or anything. Or... Screen, no. But this is just the start of it, though, isn't it? Yeah, well, I mean, all right. I mean, uh, you know, to, I mean, I'm... I'm taking the piss, but like, I suppose that functionality is not really necessary. Like, all that stuff already exists within PSN, doesn't it? So, to expect it to do like all Discord stuff is probably unreasonable anyway. But I hope you can disable this. I don't want people on Discord seeing all what the anime games that I'm playing. That's true. You know that. Yeah, just I, the- I always <laughs> think that. I always think. Why do I want people to know what I'm playing? Yeah, don't really leave me alone. Don't really want. Just do your own thing. Yeah. Leave me yeah, alone. Yeah, I unlinked my Xbox One. Did you? Did you? Yeah. Because it, it, what would happen is I would be playing something in the night and then the next day my status would still say I'm playing the game. <laughs> and I couldn't, there was no way, like Xbox is off, everything like is still doing it. So I just removed the connection on my Discord account. Cause did you do that just before a Game of the Year show, Matt? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, yeah. I, I did it when I looked at my Discord during the work day and it said I was playing a game that I hadn't played for a day and a bit. And I'm like, this is going to, this is a little success. Oh, right. Oh, so that like, must be that, that, that bug, eh, Matt? Yeah, Definitely. gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, I was playing um, yeah, like Paw Patrol on Xbox, and I was like, "Oh god, yeah. this is." In ba- that anyway, happened so- to me too, Matt. Good, that's good. <laughs> um, this obviously, you would hope this is just the start of their their partnership. They didn't announce like a partnership for this. Yeah, no, they can't do because, uh, as you say, it's already available on Xbox. So it would be pretty weird if this was what the partnership was about. So, um, no, I'm sure there's more coming. Okay, uh, last story is that um, PlayStation State of Play has been announced uh, for this week. And it's happening, in fact, on Wednesday. So that'll be today uh, when this comes out. Uh, at two, uh, Sorry, 10pm UK time. What? And it's <laughs> going to focus entirely on Gran Turismo 7. Yeah. And entirely? It's, it's going to be 30 minutes. Entirely, yeah. yeah. See, this is what you said, Matt. But then when I looked at the thing, they said, oh, it's taking centre stage rather than... This is all just Gran Turismo. It's going to no, be all Gran entirely. Turismo. On, on the blog, it says, it, yeah, it it's all GT7. Oh, right. Okay. Well, thank God we're not doing a talks over then. Because, no, you know, watch that. It'd be boring, wouldn't it? Yeah. It'd just, Gran Turismo could be good or whatever, but I wouldn't watch a, you know, I'm a massive fan of Forza, but I wouldn't watch a, what, how long is it? An 30 hour? Minutes. 30 Half minutes. Or 30 yeah. minutes. I wouldn't watch a 30 minute, you know, video of uh, Forza. Before it I don't want to know about thirty minutes this with you, Dave, because you'll just spend thirty minutes going on about how Forza Horizon is better. It's like, <laughs> well, it's... I don't know, do I? I mean, I've not, I've not played Gran Turismo for ages. The last one I played was the PS3 one. The is it concept? Oh yeah, Cars one or GC whatever. Concept, and I was yeah. like, this is boring now. Yeah. So I don't know. I, look, it, it could be good, James. I'm not going to prejudge it, but. I do love my Forza. <laughs> See, I, the problem is, is I yeah, I don't really care about this. Apparently, it's got 420 car models and 90 tracks, but it's just the thing I liked about Forza. I mean, Horizon, I haven't even played that much, but I I appreciate the fun factor with that mm. of just like the arcadiness of it, and I know that Gran Turismo isn't that. So I yeah, know it's I'm different enjoy audience, it as much. isn't it? Yeah, completely different audience. So I'm, um, I'm excited for the game, but I, I I don't see the need to watch half an hour uh, state of play in it. But I'm I'm still interested in the game. I mean, that's great. Okay. That's it. I've got nothing else. I've got no fantasy either. God damn. This week. Oh, what? I yeah. live for that shit. I mean, there was... Stop there taking was, it away from me. There was one thing, 
I mean, do you want me to do it or not? I don't know. Is it good? Not really. I mean, it's just... It's never good, is it? Well, no, it's this particularly just like hearsay. Oh, are they reforming? It's not worth the not journey, the then, is it? What's the What's the hearsay? <laughs> if this is If this is fucking great, then I'm going to be really pissed off. Go on. Well, no, it's not. It's just I just heard a rumor that um, Nintendo were going to announce a new game in February, but that's that's all I've heard. Oh, is, is okay. any more detail? Okay. Right, so, um, that's some juice. There's, there's, that no, is. there's no detail, so you know it's you know. <laughs> speaking. I mean, if you want to drag of... the news out, we can talk about the Sea of Thieves event that was this week. Speaking of right. um, <laughs> Nintendo and games. Uh, there was a big release this week, and only one of us have played it. Matt, Vampire Survivors. You got to talk about what a- <laughs> no, po- po- Pokemon Legends. Pokemon. How do you pronounce it? Is it Arceus? Arceus. Arceus. Which is a shame because that's one less opportunity in your life to say the word arse. Yeah, I know. What a disappointment. Mm. Uh, two out of ten. Matt. Out Nintendo. So it's just me playing it, right? Sean, you haven't played this. I am getting it. I'm just waiting for the Patreon money to come in so I can expense it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you said you were going to get it on the way home from when, when I saw I you. Know, and then, and I, then thought, I set off too late. Uh, and then it turned out my petrol. local Argos haven't got it till next week anyway. Oh, right. Okay, fair enough. Uh, I can't believe I'm the only one who have played this this week. I mean, you're Why? not, are you, obviously, because I've already played it. So, you know. Have you? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> What's happened here? What's happened here, James? Keeping secrets. Yes, I've played what about 15. I've played 15 hours of this. Uh, and so you far. haven't put oh, it on the list. Oh, God. <laughs> Go on. What's the why, why the secret? Why the secrecy? written on the list. <laughs> oh, this is one of his. Oh, I'm going to surprise everyone on the show. Yeah, but it's like the least surprising thing I've ever heard. <laughs> I know that's, that's why I did it because I knew you'd say that because it's just. <laughs> Go yeah, on, I've, I've, I've played playing it as well. Yeah, I got it on Friday and I've played it all weekend. And Quite good today. Then, yeah. It's really good. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's weird because I had no intention of getting this, honestly, because I don't really care for Bullshit. Pokemon that much. And right. but then I got swept up in the review hype, and <laughs> yeah, I ended up I bought it. And I, I mean, I bought it also like for Asher to play as well, although he hasn't touched it yet, but he will. <laughs> Has and, he seen it yet? Because he knows in the house. <laughs> I thought he wasn't allowed well, it until he was fin- I didn't, finished the other one. I didn't tell him that I'd bought it, and I just left the box just like lying around to see if he'd notice, and Aww. and and he didn't. Like for ages, wow. and uh, then eventually he did, and he was really excited. So that's cool. The weirdest thing about playing it, though, is the way that he knows like pretty much every single Pokemon <laughs> in the game, and like what they're going to evolve into and stuff like that. And it's just it's man, really even like, like Isaac does... knows like way too much of that shit already, and he's only four. Yeah. Does he watch those um, unpacking the card unpacking videos? No, although he does watch a lot right. of Pokemon like cartoon stuff. Yeah. So yeah. okay, gotcha. But yeah, so I have been playing that for fifteen hours now. You and, said, what's yeah. it like? Uh, who's going to speak? Do you want to speak, Matt, or do you want me to begin? Uh, no, you can speak, yeah, but I, I've also <laughs> put 15 hours in this. Let the <laughs> speaking uh, commence. Well, in, in Would the you beginning? like me yeah. to begin? <laughs> <laughs> Go on. But no, this, this, you see, I've been talking about, about this over the weekend because we've obviously both been playing it, and it's it's really strange because the story is it's, it's bobbins. Yeah. It's like, you know, it's it's completely pointless and I, I God, couldn't care less. What is it? Less. God, tell it to me because I haven't got a fucking clue. I, I still don't really know. It's like, set I, in I the past, isn't it? It's yeah. set in the past. I know that much. It's set in the past, yeah. And you, you go through like this sort of time warp thing and you end up in the past and oh, it's, in, right. it's okay. in like the environment. It's in the environment where it's like, this is where you were in the future, but now it's like everything's being constructed and it's right. like... Back very... to the future. Back to the future. Yeah, just like that. Yeah. And uh, yeah, there's no oh, sports. Tommy Cooper. Yeah. <laughs> so, 
what so is there a chance like how far do you go back is there a chance that you just bump into ash no <clears throat> oh shit. No, it's, it's not like that do you it's, it's, become it's far, far romantically back. involved with ash's mum that's why ash's dad isn't that. around fuck <laughs> james, oh my james, god when you say that James, when you say it's that, like it just sounds like... See, I would be interested in that. <laughs> no, that would be interesting. But the, see, okay, the first three or four hours of this game are incredibly boring because <laughs> really? of... No, no, because, because of all the dialogue. Like, there's so much dialogue and it's so boring and not interesting at all. The story is completely just pointless and I don't okay. care at all. It looks the game looks okay. It doesn't look as bad as I was expecting from all the screenshots people were you know were posting because in motion it's it's fine. Yeah. It's yeah, it's no, kind it of definitely, okay. Definitely, yeah. I, I mean, it definitely looks I'll say bare in it, places, yeah. mm. but I think it does some nice things with lighting, like the various kind of times of the day. It it, it does paint some nice kind of environments, but yeah, it looks very plain, but it looks way better in in motion. Than it does on any screenshot, that's for sure. Yeah, and it, it's yes, it, it looks okay, but. And it's really difficult to describe why I'm really enjoying this, but it's for some reason it's a very very compelling game. Like the tasks that you're like you're undertaking in this game are basically things like fetch quests and stuff like that. Mm. And then you're also going from place to place to sort of take on these you know larger Pokemon as well. And it's it's really repetitive, but for some reason really fun. Like just to do. And the best thing about it is the way that you like when you open up new areas is just like getting into that area and then sort of just exploring around, trying to catch as many of them as you can. Um, you know, as, as the slogan goes. Uh, so then you can like you know <laughs> like level up your character, catch as many yeah. of them as you can, as you can, <laughs> as you can. <laughs> 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 and then you know, like having to use techniques to pick them up as well, because some of them, you know, they you have to like sneak up on them and all that sort of stuff. But it's just I don't know why it's really fun to like to do this. I mean, I've called. Well, this is brilliant. It's good that you're on a podcast to try and describe why it's really fun. And you've said three times, I can't I tell you why, why it's really because, fun. No, I've I've caught a hundred and one of these things, and I've done four out of five of like the major bosses you're supposed to do in the game, mm. and. I mean, I don't feel like I'm coming anywhere near to like being finished with the game because the other thing about this is that one of the things which I think is probably different to the earlier Pokemon games is that to fully complete like the Pokedex, which is what you're supposed to be doing for this, each you have to like fully research each Pokemon, uh, yeah. which means that you have to do certain things to like make you know, to like understand how you know what that how that Pokemon exists and like you know, what it does. It's not just so, like no, it's what? not just you capture one and then that's it. No, nope. yeah, it's like you do loads, no. right? You have to like watch them fight. You have okay. to like you know catch them like with you know by surprise and there's all sorts of things <laughs> to <you know>. what <laughs> catch them by surprise. <laughs> yeah, you, you, hide you, it, uh, you hold you hide in some corner. grass. Yeah, yeah, you, you, you. I've done that a couple of times. You like hide behind <laughs> well, the. <laughs> then like peer around yeah. and then like chuck a pokeball and then like catch them and they they're surprised and it, it's great and so you have to do this you have to get to like research level 10 for it to like count as being like okay you fully research this pokemon cool. and the thing is i don't know how many of them there are in this game i'm imagining probably several hundred or whatever which means that this could take a very long time if you wanted to completely fill out the entire pokedex mm. like i i don't know how long that would take but I mean, I'm not going to say I'm going to do that because I probably won't. But 
the ones that I have caught so far have been it's been very very fun. Like it's really engaging, and also not the other Pokemon games that I've played in the past have always been a little little bit easy. Like they're not they haven't been too difficult. This one I have got to parts where you know I haven't been like sort of you know knocked out or anything, but where you really do have to consider you know which what sort of Pokemon you're using you know against um you know, ones that you're coming up against. It's great. It's really Good question. Go, James. How many copies of the game? Have you got? I've only got one. Yeah, one copy. No, I've only got How one. Copies of the game. I don't believe you. Well, I have. Why would I, I don't buy believe you played fifteen hours of this game. Why would I buy more that than one? Your son is insanely excited for. I don't believe you. It's true. Seriously. Not okay, with Dave on this one. You. Does the game even have a trading element? Because obviously, previous Pokemon games, there's been two versions. Each one has a certain amount. And you've got to trade between mm. them to get the full amount of. Pokemon. This this doesn't have two versions. It's just a one. So no, you can do trading, trading. You can do online trading. I know you oh, can right. do that. I'm. Oh, I right, so we can trade yet. together, can we? Excellent. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Although I think it's I more it's a, a case fucking of ball lake. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's more of a case of you put up stuff that you've got to trade, and then other people can search for it and see if they want it, and yeah, that kind of right. thing. Forza. But it, I mean, it's it's also an open. I mean, it's an open world game. You know, yeah. it is it is generally open world which is it's quite open world ish yeah i mean like, yeah. the comparisons between this and monster hunter are definitely apt in that you have like a hub world which is your well hub area which is like the village and a lot of the story happens there a lot of characters are there and shops and whatnot and then uh you can leave the village and then you can you, you see a map and that's when you choose which area you want to go in and then a small, very small cutscene happens and then you're in that larger open open world area and then you want to go back you'd have to you know hit the map select uh, the main hub and you're back there so it feels very monster tundra in that regard it's not a full seamless open world it's not like breath of the wild in that mm. regard but i'm definitely getting some breath of the wild vibes maybe it's just because i'm playing this kind of game on switch but whether it's the visuals which are kind of muted tones yeah. and, and and like the music at parts feels very the music's kind of, really good um, it's, yeah, it really good. But it feels kind of Breath of the Wild as well, and then yeah, just like the style and environment. I'm de- there's definitely, I'm maybe I'm trying to find it in the game, but um, it definitely, I'm definitely getting memories and flashbacks to Breath of the Wild. I even think it's if it's not that big, vast, dense, open air with lots of things to see and do and adventure. I still think there is some adventure. And James, you totally nailed it there. That there's such a great feeling when you're like, hey, you get told you can go to a new area. It's like a new environment. Maybe it's hotter. Maybe it's colder. Maybe you know. Maybe it's coastal area. Who knows? And then you like get to survey the land and see. You know, there's, I can see loads of Pokemon, different ones I haven't seen before out there. And you know, there's new, there's new, there's so there's like main missions and there's also requests, which are basically side missions from people you meet around the environment. And they could be, hey, I want to see this particular Pokemon, or want this one that's like a certain height or certain weight, or you know, complete the Pokedex for that Pokemon. So there's loads of them, and I, I've done. I've done so many of them requests. I've probably spent. Oh, I've also played about fifteen hours, but I'm I'm not where James is in the story because I've been spending way too much time doing the side <laughs> missions and whatnot. Um, but yeah, I think there is there is a feel of adventure if it's not obviously it's nothing really as good and as big as Ref the World, but yeah, definitely evokes the same kind of feelings. It it certainly like visually it looks a little similar, but also the UI as well is quite similar. Like you know how like the the menu systems work and everything. It feels a lot to me like Breath of the Wild like with that. It, it really does. But then also, I mean, when I say like I don't really know why I'm enjoying it, I think it's partly because it. I, I at no point when I play this game do I feel stressed out at all. And it's just been nice to like explore this environment, catch these things, and then sort of you know do the battling and stuff. It's just been so, really fun. 
Right. Firstly, uh, I mean, uh, this is this game's different in that it encourages you to catch like a ridiculous amount of Pokemon, right? Yes, a lot. Um, yeah. d- does it lose that whole you've got your favorite and or you've got your crew no, feeling? Not at all. If you've got that many of them, no, no, because you've still like I mean, I've still got like you have six that you keep with you at all times, and then right. you can switch those out back. and and do like whatever you know, like you're supposed to like level them up and all that kind of stuff. You've also got these ones that are like alpha. Pokemon as well that are these like they're enormous like when you when you go into like an area there's like um your your finds like hidden somewhere there'll be like one of the Pokemon that's massive compared with all the others with like these red glowing eyes <laughs> and they're like they're more of a challenge to take down and if you can take it down but then also capture it as well you can then use it like as part of your team and it's quite amazing like there was like um oh which one was it there was I can't, see, I can't remember the name of any of them. That's the problem. This is why I wish my son was here because he can explain who they all are. <laughs> but there was this there was this bit where I was like going across this field and then I saw this. In, you know you know the horse. What's the horse one called, Sean? Do you know? Is it Ponita. Ponchio or Ponicho? I think. Yeah, that that one. Whatever. <laughs> but, <laughs> Please keep guessing. But, <laughs> Please keep guessing. It's not po- is it not Ponita? Yeah. That's the one. Yeah, yeah. But. There was one of those, and it was massive. Like, just and I just looked at it, I thought, that is majestic, that creature. That looks incredible. And then, then going on, and then, like, taking it down, it was, it was brilliant. It was, it was really, really, like, really fun. But then, then you've always got that risk thing of, like, you know, like, if you hit them too hard, and then, you know, whether you knock them out instead of, like, trying to oh, catch yeah, them I've and stuff. Oh, yeah, I've had that right. in the past. I'm like, okay, I want to go not hit you a little bit, take your energy down, and then throw a Pokeball to get you. And then I just somehow I've done a move where it's super effective. Basically, there's loads of moves you can do where it's either not effective, effective, or super effective, or very effective. And I'm like, I'll do that one. I think that'll be fine. And I'll know the Pokemon's Pokemon's dead. Um, Because what is good is that you can play the game quite stealthily, actually. I've done a lot of my captures that way, where you can hide in grass and just go for the capture. Or you can defeat them if you want to do that as well. And, you know, your Pokedex might require you to capture them a certain number of times or defeat them using certain moves or defeat them also in certain a certain number of times. So I think you can play the game quite differently. I mean, most of my captures... Well, most of my ba- my battles have come as a result of me trying to sneak up to a Pokemon and it going wrong. And I'm like, well, I might as well just fight you now. <laughs> so is the combat still the select move wait yeah. your turn it's it's still That's what puts it's, me off it's still like turn based and but then also there's like modifiers as well for some of the moves where you can do like agile moves which means that it's like a weaker move of the the move you've selected, but then there's a chance you get to do more more of them like in a, oh, that's in a right. set. It's a little bit or, bravely default, isn't it? Yeah. Or you can do like a strong one, which is like, you know, it'll hit harder, but then maybe you lose two two turns, mm-hmm. as it were, for the, yeah. for the... So it's like, you know, it's like a uh, risk. You know, that kind there's of thing. All, there's, also these, there's also these boss battles, which would be really good. So they're, they're much more just like a, a 3D action adventure game where it's mm-hmm. not about turn-based and a lot of the ones I've done so far it's actually about you throwing these bombs towards these are they like enraged Pokemon? Is yeah it's, the it's these is? they're like enraged angry Pokemon or whatever yeah, and as Matt said you use these like this bomb that you have to like collect and then you like chuck them at it while it while the while the different creatures like do different moves that you have to like dodge and all that kind of thing. So it's- yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, that it's like yeah, it, it's about dodging uh, you know waves of like a, this beam that can hurt you, or jumping through this, or jumping out of the way, or you know diving out of the way of a certain a certain move. And then you throw these bombs at them, and they've got like a big big um, big health bar above their head. But then also during that battle, you can then there are moments where they're dazed, and then you can get your Pokemon out and attack them as well. So I, I, I've been really enjoying those those huge big boss 
battles. I think they've been different and really, really fun. I mean, I haven't lost one yet, so they're not too difficult, but um, I think they'll be really interesting, really exciting to play. See, I'm I'm really, I dislike turn-based games like intensely. I really don't like them very much. And that was one of the things that put me off playing this. But then because the battles are really quick, like things happen very fast. And so it doesn't feel like the long drawn out affair that other games like this <laughs> I've played. Renault but... began feels like when you're yeah, exactly, yeah. it's, it's, it's not been like that. And so that's what I mean, I, w- I still, I'm not sure I'd recommend this to you, Dave, because I don't, I still don't think you'll like it because of the, yeah, just the, the tweeness of it as well is a bit irritating <laughs> in places, but it's just, I don't know. I, I, I'm loving it. Like absolutely loving it. Like much more than I thought I was going to. I, I, as I said, I've gone from, Having, I mean, but then I still don't really know why I love it. <laughs> this is just very strange. It's a very strange game. But it's, I mean, I was saying to Matt before we started recording, and he said the same. It's like, I kind of wish we weren't recording tonight because I'd like to just con- continue playing this because it's, <laughs> nice it's been so fun. It's been so nice fun. fun. Thanks, mate. <laughs> also, because Dave's a prick. Yeah, I mean, I mean <laughs> yeah. I, I've, tro- I've been hey. having a busy weekend, but I've also put like 15 hours into this, and I, I've, any moment I could, I've been playing this game. It's just been. Uh, just been a joy and yeah i mean although we found it hard to articulate exactly why for me it's just because the gameplay loop is immensely fun and satisfying yeah. it's satisfying to go in these new environments capture some pokemon battle them uh do do some of the random requests from other people in the environment go back i mean the story is pretty bobbins but it's just really fun just to play the basic oh, kind of gameplay loop. Right. i mean I, I haven't played previous ones so uh I'm I'm absolutely not the person to to be talking about this game really because I would love to, you know someone who's probably played every game to see what the differences are and I've I've listened to some people talk about some people talk about it saying you know this does lots of new things and this might be like the start of like a, a new way for Pokemon games to function but for me it has no affiliation with Pokemon other than playing Pokemon Go for two summers uh, the first summer and then like two or three summers ago I got massively into it again so other than like recognizing some Pokemon from there recognizing some of the uh, you know, some of the evolutions of the Pokemon. That's basically where my knowledge of Pokemon starts and ends. But yeah, this has just got a really, really compelling gameplay loop. It's also got some um, some kind of online strand elements, uh, like from Death Stranding. There are mm. these um, a briefcases that other players in the world have left. I'm not sure if that's where they fainted, James. Is that? Do you reckon that's I what think it is? It, I think it might be that. Yeah, yeah. So where other human players have died in their game, they leave these briefcases suitcases or so satchels is what they're called and that that has some stuff inside but you see them on your map and you can go over to the location you see the satchel on the ground and when you pick them up you get these merit points i believe they're called and you can keep collecting them and there's a bunch of them on the map and with those merit points you can then use them points to buy other things i haven't saved up enough yet but other things in the market in town so uh, again another thing okay i can do i would do a mission I can just do some requests. I can just explore or uh, unlock, open the map or collect some Pokemon. Or, oh no, there's a bunch of satchels here. I'll do that now. So there's always something interesting for me to do in the area. Also, after a while, you get access to Pokemon to ride and I think other things later as well. So at first I'm like, wow, this is a massive environment to walk around. It's going to take me forever. And then at some point you get a Pokemon to ride and that's really fun. Although the controls of that are really finickety. I'm not sure if you found that, James. Like the turning circle on that first first, uh, animal is a nightmare. It's all right. Um, It depends if you're trying to run or not. If you're not running, it's it's okay. Trying to run everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) But um, no, I'm absolutely loving it so far. And um, yeah, if I wasn't recording this now, I'd absolutely be playing it. And um, I'm, I'm gonna have to buy it. I'm gonna have to buy it because I need to pick it apart 
and lay the groundwork for the game of the year show. <laughs> clearly. Uh, I mean, so I yeah, I'm the hundred percent getting it. Like, I, I was already convinced, but just hearing you guys talk about it, um, like one one question: Do you still get to name your rival? Like, like Sean did? <laughs> no, there's nothing like that in this. Okay, it's no, really? there's, it's, yeah. There's no gyms. There's no rivals. Oh, you, you can name the Pokemon you get. You, there's no, yeah. There's no other rivals or gyms. It's you can really name just, your Pokemon. Yeah, you can. Yeah. yeah, you've always been able to do that. But it's it's What's just your best name. I just use the default names. I don't. Yeah, I haven't changed any names. Boring. Unbelievable! I've captured over hundred Pokemon. I'm not going to spend like another. Okay. You know, yeah, but few surely like you, you, your no, mains, just, no, like you're going to standard. No, no. <laughs> can't be bothered. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> to be fair, okay. I've been getting that with Pikmin uh, Bloom. It's like, oh look, you've got your thirty fifth bred Pikmin. Do you want to name it? No. What? What would they <laughs> call, call it? it at this point? What's the? I will call this thirty five. <laughs> <laughs> um okay all right uh, that 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 that's a good overview of pokemon mm. i'm sure we'll be talking about that next week yeah. right yeah i think so it's just tremendously fun it's uh cool. yeah, well, i want to hear I'm a bit shocked about and um, again haven't played the previous one there's no voice acting in this now mm. i know they haven't historically had voice acting in but it just the way the game functions <clears throat> and looks it feels like okay, i should be hearing some voices here but <laughs> that's what, kind of it's quite jarring I saw on on the Romart forum like somebody said this feels like a sort of PS2 GameCube era game mm. like in like in terms of things like that and I think I'd completely agree with that it does feel like that era just with you know better better visuals and stuff See, like that. See that does uh, yeah that that is dis- I mean I, I expected it but it is disappointing purely because I'm going to be playing a lot of this with Isaac and he's going to want me to read mm-hmm. everything out Oh no, you don't want to read. Well, this, this stuff is it because yeah, like like other games we've played, and I've just had to be like, mate, and this is from an educational standpoint, this is appalling. But just take it from me, this is boring. I'm just going to skip all the text. <laughs> like if we, if I read all this out, can't just make it up. Hmm? Make your own I story. Do, sometimes I like summarize it, so I'll be there just like rattling through the dialogue. Right, he's saying he needs you to go here and do this. But yeah, make a completely new narrative up, yeah. Sean. Go for it. Just go yeah, there and the one in the game. <laughs> go full in. Um, I want to hear about this Vampire Survivors, which Sean and Matt have been playing. And I've seen Matt post up things on Twitter going, oh, my God, look at this. I look at it. It's just a mess of fucking color. Don't yeah. know what's going on. Um, so I want to know what, what the deal is here. What what are you playing it on first? Because I, I, I didn't I think it's only on it's a, PC. It's a Steam it? game. Yeah. I don't know if it's oh. Mac and PC, but I'm playing on PC. Yeah. Go on then. So yeah, so Vampire Survivors, <clears throat> it's like a £2 early access indie game. I mean, I, I read this really fantastic piece about it. So the, the designer is a guy called Luca Galante, who he worked um, on Ultima Online, and he yeah. wanted to create like a new game to have like a little tiny like community to manage because he kind of missed that. He wanted something to do on the weekend. So he created this game. It really didn't, you know, it released in late December, I think December 17th. There's like two or three people playing it. Then suddenly a couple of YouTube videos and like a Twitch stream happened about the game and it's absolutely blown up. And I checked today, it's had like 50,000 people playing it <laughs> at once, which is absolute madness. It was like more than, you know, more than God of War, I think it was yesterday. Um, so, but, but what the game is, it's um, uh, 8-bit graphics and very kind of heavily, uh, kind of characters are inspired by things like Castlevania. Mm. I mean, I don't really play Castlevania, but that's a little yeah, totally yeah. says. It's a top-down shooter kind of for me combining geometry wars with um with like with, with roguelikes and also horde mode <laughs> you start with a character and um 
uh, uh, quite an empty space, but with enemies that are slowly, you know, going towards you. You, as the player, uh, you auto fire. So, whatever you, whatever weapon you have, it's auto fires, and uh, th- those could be like a- arrows that aim towards an enemy or whatever. So, all you need to do is focus on actually just moving your character. That then becomes essential as you suddenly have hundreds and then actually like thousands of enemies trying to capture you and trying to kill you you have like a health bar once i get down to the end it's game over you start a new run uh, what happens is during each run is that you have all these enemies on you automatically firing they will drop gems these gems uh, and some other items they drop basically uh, they act as XP. You have a big XP bar at the top, and every time you level up, you have an option of choosing uh, a new weapon or a new passive ability. And these could be okay. You have like a, a, a small force field around you, so if, if an enemy goes towards you, they'll basically die unless they get into the force field. It could be that the the projectile you fire always hits the first person. Or later, on when you level up, you can actually increase the number of projectiles that you're firing against you. So you're you're basically, and you get you get the you get the choice of which of these to you know to 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 obtain when you level up, or when you kill these other certain uh, enemies um, on the map. And and then suddenly so you find yourself uh, because the amount of enemies is just, it gets massive, and, and you know just, there, just, there are hundreds and probably even thousands of enemies on the screen. You're then juggling these various weapons and ability and passive abilities you've got. You're trying to make your way out away from the crowds of uh, of enemies, whilst also trying to kill them because they drop gems. And then you collect gems, you level up, you get bigger and more powerful weapons. That alone is really really exciting and really 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 super satisfying. One because it's just fun getting new weapons and there's there's some I love. One's called garlic. That's where you get the force field around you, which kind of means you can you can walk into enemies, particularly some of the weaker ones. So you're not so scared, but others can can get through into into the force field you've got. That alone is just immensely immensely fun. What do you think, Sean? It's yeah. It's just this sort of bizarre, sort of incredible distillation of like a yeah, like a, a roguelike action game. It's like you say, all you do is move around. Like there's there's no there's no attack button. It all just happens automatically. There's like there's some uh, some abilities. I think it's like the throwing knife sort of you know shoots in the direction that you're currently facing. So you sort of you have to aim that. But pretty much everything else just sort of just kind of does its own thing. And yeah, and it's just about maneuvering yourself around and strategically building up your abilities in a way that sort of you know hopefully they sort of synergize with each other or sort of all sort of lend themselves to like a certain style of of movement um and it's yeah like there's there's so little to it and yet it's incredibly compelling like it looks as you say it doesn't look great um i mean it's by design i don't think it's intentional like the you know the designs of the characters and stuff are fine but it is just like sprites just you know barely animating moving around on the screen um and yeah it creates these little moments like like the fact that yeah as you say you know every when you kill an enemy there's a chance they'll drop a gem which you then have to pick up and you know that that's your experience points like you can mow down hmm. like a shitload of enemies but if there's a load more enemies behind them who then sort of trample over all the gems you have to retreat and you can't necessarily grab them 
but then sometimes you can like carve like just enough of a path through the enemies to like make, try and make a dash through and hopefully not get hit too much um and like those little moments are like fucking yes and then you know you end up leveling up yeah, and then you those moments have been yeah. great just you said i've like killed loads of enemies but then I've, like and every every now and then there might be like a, a load of bats that go from the top right to the top left yes yeah, so basically have to quickly get them. out of the way of yeah yeah like top left top right left to right whatever it is and so i've had moments where i'm like oh i've just killed those enemies there's loads of gems mm. need to get and i'll go get out of the way and then because it so much is happening at once, you you move away to another part of the screen, and you kind of forget mm. it, and then later you're like, oh no, this is where I was ages ago, and there's absolutely shit loads of gems, gems to pick yeah, up, yeah, and suddenly yeah. you go up a level or two, <laughs> or like, um, so it's like a nice surprise because those gems I first thought, oh, they're they're going to like disappear if I don't pick them up, but they actually remain there yeah. forever. So at first I was just like kill an enemy, rush towards a gem, but you don't have to do that. You just like you don't have to do yep. it at all. And the same with like weapons, and there's also these like every now and then you'll see an enemy which has like a um a, you know, a color around it you kill them and then they drop like a chest yes. or a key or whatever it is and in there you have i think again up to like, three weapons or passive abilities you also get loads of coins mm. coins you can use to permanently buy characters and there's four characters to buy and or permanently upgrade some traits there's things like luck and and uh, and and loads and loads of yeah, other ones they're just where like, it might increase the number of projectiles yeah just little things to give you a leg the, up the cooldowns might in reduce. future runs aren't they so it's it's you know so yes it's a roguelike yeah. but when you die uh well it's a roguelite isn't it i guess technically it's it's yeah you, you die yeah. but then it's like well i've got coins that i can spend on stuff and probably have a slightly easier time of it next time which but yeah but like it escalates to such a point that it's always like always ends up being absolutely absurd if you survive long enough and like you know it's sort of constantly sort of matching the power curve of the enemies is just really fun because you'll have situations where you like you get a couple of upgrades and they sort of you know work quite well together and you're like ah this is piss easy i'm just killing everything and then it does that thing where like all the plants start like closing around you they form like a big circle and then you're just like, oh, hang on a minute. Or like a new yeah. enemy type arrives and you're like, oh, I can't kill this in one hit. Oh my God, it takes ages to kill. Fuck, I'm going to have to rethink things. Um, it's Yeah, it's proper good. As I say, yeah, it's, like, it's so bare bones and yet it, it's got all the important bits of a really good roguelike. It's, yeah, it's proper fascinating. And as you say, it's two quid. Um, I mean, if, if this ends up on Switch or something, that'll be deadly. I mean, put this on my phone, please. I mean, I mean, don't because I'll never, I'll never get off the is toilet. It not, but is it not on Android? I thought I just because I was just having a look. Oh, is is it? it? I thought it was on. Oh shit! I thought it was an Android Hang version. <laughs> no, so this game was inspired by another game. It might be that. What? What's that Android one you're seeing? I don't know. I just typed in. Was it? Uh, yeah, the name of the game. Oh, it? it said there was a Windows and Android version. Um, Possibly. So I, I, there's this really great piece Patrick Klepek put up on. Uh, Vice slash Waypoint where he interviews um, Luca like the oh, designer yeah. and he said he was inspired by this other game but he wanted to like bring it out on PC okay. and whatnot and this is the one that's blown up and I know like you know tens of thousands of people have like played uh, are playing it and have bought it and talking it up and whatnot but I still think I'm surprised that not everyone on the time on, on Twitter is like talking about this I'm sure well who, who knows but um, no I, I'm so glad I picked it up and not just because the fact it's two quid but it's just really addictive that those loops. I mean, um, when you get to like the ten minute mark, I was like really struggling because that's when all like these skeletons seem to appear, and I was getting absolutely like ruined by, by yeah. all these. But um, I've seen, I think, like Chris Schilling did like a thirty minute run the other day. I can't imagine <laughs> how many enemies were on the screen yeah. uh, at that yeah. point. But no, it's it's absolutely excellent and. Yeah, too quid. I think if you've got a PC and if it sounds good to you, you should absolutely I mean, I'm grab pr- it. And I'm pretty sure this would run on like any PC as well. 
because it's so basic. Oh, for sure, yeah. So, yeah. Two quid. Cool. All right. Um, Sean, on to you then. Have you got anything else? I have. Uh, been playing Windjammers 2. I have also. That's been the sort of only new game that I've been playing this week. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, so obviously we played this together. Um, we did, a bit, bit with Joe and Sam over the weekend, didn't we? And played it before then, yeah. Um, you did, uh, sorry, yeah. Yeah, on. and after, actually. Um, so... Uh, my friend Chris, who had never heard of Windjammers, um, we played it together while we were waiting for our other friend to come on so we could play pro clubs. Mm-hmm. That other friend is John. I don't know why I referred to him as other, my mysterious other friend, other friend <laughs> yeah. shall not be named. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we sort of stuck it on and we went, oh, we'll give, we'll give this a go, see what it's like. Uh, Sean likes it. Um, John likes it, more importantly. Um, and uh, <laughs> I, was play- <laughs> I was playing it and I was thinking, this is all right. You know, this is a fun time, I guess. And then after like two games, I was like, oh, fucking come on! <laughs> and it got its hooks in. I think since then, um, I think my the ultimate, uh, you know, we spoke about it last week, so we, I don't have to go into too much detail, but I think my ultimate takeaway from it right now, where I'm at, because I'm still going to be playing this game and I have a feeling my opinions are going to change. But there's part of me saying there's there's two sort of things holding me back from saying this is an all-timer that I'm going to be playing for years, right? Mm-hmm. The first being um, that I think some of the moves are bullshit. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Which I'm hoping that the more I play it, the more I get better equipped yeah. to deal with them. But like yeah, yeah. that spike one you were using the other day, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. that is giving me less than like that's giving me a millisecond to try and work out where that disc is going you know yeah. you just see the crosshair flash up and then the disc is there and it's it- weird because i i absolutely agree but you'll have to speak to joe because he he started like reliably catching those well this is it isn't so it he, because he must one, have figured something out <laughs> the one saving grace that i got is that we played it around uh sam's and you'd mm-hmm. You've played it a hell of a lot, and Joe's played it a hell of a lot, and you both were constantly beating us. So that sort of gives me the hope that, oh, right, okay, so they've, they've, they've been playing this game, yeah. they're better than us, right? So uh, there's not enough bullshit in it to, for it to be, hey, yeah. you, you, you've got a chance here, because that, kind of, that would kind of kill it, kill it for me. Yeah. But um, the other thing is that it's such a nearly game. They, they, they did what feels like the hard part right and i'm not saying that online infrastructure is easy and it mm. you know perhaps it is hard i don't know enough about game development but it feels like the game feels so good and when you play it online it feels like the netcode feels incredible like we've yep. been playing it not a, not a hint of lag mm-hmm. um anything like that it just feels silky smooth but it's like if there's three of us online and we want to play Windjammers, there's no yep. easy way of doing that. Yep, you're fucked. And you mentioned it's, it yeah, last week about how it needs lobbies and winner stays on and stuff like that. Yeah. If it had that, we would spend hours on end playing it. Mm-hmm. Like, it just seems so made for that. And it, 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 it's weird because it's 2022 and it feels so dated because it hasn't catered for that scenario or scenarios like that or you know you look at something like rocket league which is a game that comes up when people talk about this game 
because uh, there are certain similarities that you can make between the two. Like, for example, uh, there are uh, a game that seems straightforward. You know exactly who's the winner, who's the loser throughout the game. Um, it makes it clear what you're supposed to do. But there's this level of depth there that, as I said, when you're playing people that have played for a while, they will beat they'll beat you, right? Mm. Um, and this game has that stuff. Yet with Rocket League, it feels there are so many options there to mix things up if you want to. You know, if there's a number of people online, granted it doesn't have a winner winner stays on mode, but mm. if there's four of you, for example, that want to play, you can just play a mayhem like game. Um, right, there yeah. are tournaments if you know that you're going to be there for a long time. There are um, s- solo games, uh, duels, um, uh, and the normal, the standard, the free player game. It feels like there's enough options there to make it a viable option if there's a group of you. Uh, I mean, even if there's eight of you, you could set up a private match with four on four, you know. Mm-hmm. Whereas like here, it's kind of like you will play this game with one other person and that is all. That's it. And yep. you can arrange it so that you quit out and then play the next person, but you, you kind of want to watch the game as it's going on and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so exactly. it just it feels so nearly to like to be in an all timer that I will yep. go back to on it. Like I will get the bug and want to play every night, but it falls down just a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Is there no? There's no co-op play at all, is there? Like, I can't. There isn't because you would think doubles would work. Yes, theoretically, perfect. Because I, I'm sick of getting beaten by my mates all the time. So <laughs> being part of a team just seems perfect for me. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Make yeah. the make the stages wider, so the stages bigger, um, mm. and then a doubles, uh, tour, like doubles matches, rank matches would just be perfect. Um, yeah. but I will say this like the game I think uh, the art style and the look of the game is so fucking good yeah, that man. it's worth just downloading just to check out how it looks and I mean <laughs> uh, obviously it's of a style that some people would just be instantly turned off by but as a person that sort of loves those old school 2D uh, looks when they're, when they're done well mm. this just blew, blew me away when I was playing it I just thought like the animation what's going on outside the ring or the court or whatever. Yeah, just loads of little it. details and stuff. Like yeah, in this it's really good, I mean. isn't it? Like yeah, the character man. design in each character just seems so well done. Mm. Yeah, picking a character that when they lose, they sort of turn their back on the opponent, uh, <laughs> but then picking another character and watching them ball their eyes out when they lose. It's like <laughs> just, yeah, I, I love all that stuff. I, I love it. You're playing this on, on Xbox, yeah, Dave? I am. Yeah. How is anyone Game played Pass, it on, James. on Twitch? Like, what's it like on there? Oh, it's fine on Switch. I've got it on Switch as well. It's spot on. James, let's play on Xbox. Yeah, I'll give it. A, do, definitely man. give it a go. Yeah, yeah. Let's have a let's have a few sessions of it on Xbox. Mm-hmm. I think you'll like it uh, once you understand the rules. I'll try and tell you as much as I can, really. Mm-hmm. But there's still a lot that I don't know. Um, I haven't quite nailed the flicking it up in the air thing. Yeah, um, yeah. But John had. absolutely tearing me apart um and uh hang on is it that kind of game though like where once you've kind of mastered it you this it's you know you're unbeatable sort of thing no 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 not at all no 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 i but i beat john one game i beat him um and and i said that that, well well, i said this about chris because chris we chris and i he's we're very competitive with each other uh let's Mm. put it that way and he 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know if you've noticed the WhatsApp group, have, Matt, but we are yeah, quite competitive. And then uh, when I say competitive, I mean we wind each other up, not that we're really quite... We, yeah, we're not on an even playing field. <laughs> we, we, he, he will smash me up pretty much every game we play. However... <laughs> I got one win out of the seven games we played, and I know how much he hated that. Like, I, I, I you know, that absolutely. He was more angry at losing that one game that I than I was at losing the other six. <laughs> it was um, also we found out. I don't know if you've noticed this, Sean. Mm-hmm. It feels like because I don't understand the time limit on it. I don't get that. I think that yeah. is completely anti that game. Like, surely you want it's long rallies, right? Yeah, plus, like, I mean, I suppose you could say, oh, it works to stop you just, you know, holding on to the disc. But then it incentivizes that anyway, because if you hold on to it for more than, like, a split second, then you get a really slow throw. Yeah, which no throws one wants. it really slowly, right? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, the, the timer I don't get. So what we were doing was doing infinite time, uh, mm-hmm. five games to win, best, well, I think it was best three out of five games, and then 21 points instead of the 15. Because it just felt like some of the okay. arenas or whatever, you get five points. That's a third of your way to a win. Like that doesn't <laughs> make sense to me. Well, especially yeah, that casino level. If you got like you're throwing like the eight pointer yeah, around as well, that's it's ridiculous. Yeah. It so ludicrous. so yeah, we were kind of. Um... Also, I'm not sure I'm totally on board with the rubber banding either. In oh the go on. So is if your the... if your character is falling behind, yeah, um, like say it's like. Uh, first 15 and you're 10 nil down yeah. you flow you throw it a lot harder yeah and i was kind of like i done that that's a bit weird isn't it for a competitive game like this i suppose uh, it's never really upset me maybe because i'm usually the one on the back foot so i'm like yeah oh yeah <laughs> fucking <laughs> uh, i mean because yeah and there's that one stage as well where it like adjusts the size of your um your five point goal zone as well oh does it really like it, yeah i think it's I the stadium one where if yeah if you're like scoring consistently, then it starts like making your five point zone huge, so the other person's more likely to be able to to get a five pointer. Yeah, I don't Which know is, where I sit with that. Surely, like, again, I think it's similar similar to the casino level. I think some, yeah, I think like that stage will probably not be allowed at you know tournaments and stuff. But then, yeah, the rubber banding's in there, whether you like it or not. Mm, weird, but so, but other than that, yeah. I mean, like, it sounds like I'm being negative about the game. I'm not. I'm really enjoying mm. it. I think I need to break through a barrier at the moment like yeah. not even a barrier i just need to play it more and get to the next level and understand mm-hmm. it in a deeper way um yeah that's where it feels like i'm going with that so i'm looking forward to playing more wind gemmers we should play that this cool. week dave because i'd like to i'm yeah, i do, love man. that james mm-hmm. you'll like it i think you'll like it i think you'll like it james so i downgraded that from certain to i think you'll like it <laughs> <laughs> yeah you might like it you won't you hate that that's probably yeah. it, isn't it? We spoke, we spoke about it a lot last week. I've got a feeling we're going to be speaking yeah. about it a lot in the coming weeks. So, James, it's down to you now, my friend. I will download it. Hang on, I've got yeah. one up. I've got one more, mate. Have you? Yeah. Oh, sorry, Judgment. yes, you have. Sorry, I missed that it's in the middle right. there. Yeah, I've been playing Judgment. The, you know, Yakuza spin-off, but very much its own thing. Um, so this this is weird, right? Because I've been keeping an eye on the series S and X version for a while because I bought it on PS4 um, ages ago. Never touched it. Um, and then obviously got the series S and I was like, oh, I'd rather play it on this if I can. I'd rather not pay full price for it. Um, so I've been keeping an eye on it being in the sale. Um, and obviously the, the sequel, Lost Judgment, came out last year. Um, and then like in the Christmas sale... 
Lost Judgment was on sale, but Judgment wasn't. And I was like, well, I'm not going to buy the sequel. Was not- it cheap? Was the sequel cheaper than the original? Yes. Wow, that's mad. Nice. That's uh, or, uh, yeah, no, I think it was. Or it brought it down to like the same price as the right, original, okay. possibly. But um, yeah, so I was like, well, I'm not really going to buy that if I'm not, you know, currently don't have an avenue to play the original. So I'll leave it. And then, yeah, in the day when it transitioned from the Christmas sale into the New Year sale, Lost Judgment stopped being on sale and Judgment started being on sale. And it's like, well, if I'd known the first game was going to be on sale as well, I'd have bought them both. Yeah. Probably. But uh, anyway, never mind. So, yeah, so I bought Judgment on sale on the Series S. um, And I love it. It's proper good. It's fascinating because I know like like Yakuza 0 obviously is the only one I've really played I then went on to Kiwami and like enjoyed what I played but I sort of I did it too soon after 0 and mm-hmm. I was like right, this is really cool but I'll I'll come back to it another time uh, but like Zero is not that old right it's only what like four or five years old something like that yeah it's about that yeah um and Judgment is what three years old I think the first Judgment or two or three years old and I mean the difference in tech is unbelievable like the fact that so you know like i mean dave i remember you mentioning this like in in yakuza zero like the amount of invisible walls everywhere like you can't walk into any buildings like there's some alleys you can't really go down or like little stairwells and stuff that's just like nah not happening there's none of that in judgment it's all open the screenshots that i've seen make it look really good yeah, man. Um, and there's, and you know, ninety nine percent of the time, there's no point in in pursuing, you know, or go, going down little nooks and crannies and stuff. But it just makes the place feel that yeah, much more believable, yeah, it's much, not much the more point, alive, doesn't it? it? Which is yeah, because yeah, really the, 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 one of the problems that I had with Yakuza Zero is that the the world, everyone was saying, oh, the world, it's great to explore and everything, mm. and I just kind of felt actually this just feels really video gamey to me, and mm-hmm. I think it is yeah. because of those moments, you know, the bits where. You're like, oh, what's down here? Oh, I can't go down there. Okay. Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, so Judgment like totally does away with that. Like you can go down all those places. And mm. and little things like getting into fights, there's none of that sort of right angle. And here's a little cutscene while the game figures out how the fight's <laughs> gonna play out or, or yeah. you know. And then and then the little cutscene or you know, just that little break afterwards where it's like, here's your scoreboard. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And then you transition back to the real like, that, also, that's all seamless. There's also not like, like an excessive number of them either. It's it's nowhere yes. near as bad. I mean, sorry to just get in here, but I see. I started. Yeah. Pl- I've been playing Yakuza Five actually. Like I've gone. Okay. I went back to that, and because uh, it's one of the only ones I haven't played, and mm-hmm. I've played through the whole of like the first part of that, and it gets absolutely ridiculous. Like in terms of just random battles, I felt like I was yeah. playing like a JRPG. Like it was. <laughs> it was like just seriously just walking down the street a couple of steps, and you got somebody like starting on you, and it's just like repeatedly. <laughs> and I was starting to get really hacked off with it. It was um, yeah. So I've no, stopped I for imagine. a bit because I think like and like that lack of transitions into the fights, like as well as just feeling cool because it's you know much more seamless. Is the fact that like you can be sprinting down the street and then if you see like someone's about to start on you, that you just fucking run at them and do a fucking jumping kick at them and oh, like mate, that's how the that, fight starts. See, you know? this is making it sound so much better. Like all the, <laughs> the problems that I had with the last one. Yeah, maybe this is the one for me. Could be. I think you probably yeah, you probably get more out of this one than than the others. I think because yeah. the story is pretty good as well in this one. It's um, it's yeah. So yeah. I mean, I've just done I've just done the trial, James. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah and i'm properly intrigued about where the story is going and just like in general i mean 
Yagami's not as cool a character as Kiryu no. was. Um, I mean, not yet. Maybe maybe he'll improve. But it is really cool playing a detective um, who, you know, can kick the shit out of people. Um, that's not necessarily his primary goal, although it does inevitably happen quite a lot. Um, but the fact that, like, he can intimidate, <laughs> like, criminals by because he used to be a lawyer... It can be like start spelling out exactly how long their prison sentence is going to be if they like if they're doing because of all the, th- the shit they're up to, mm-hmm. and and little like, those little scenes are really cool. Um, and just generally like yeah, doing sort of detective stuff like going to crime scenes and examining things. I really like the fact that when you're questioning people, it's like right here's a bunch of options, you know. And typically, you know, dialogue trees in video games, you want to exhaust every single option, whereas this actually rewards you for you know, asking questions in such a way that shows like a clarity of thinking, like mm-hmm. you knew what you needed to know first. Um, and there, you know, there are bonuses for getting that right, which I thought, thought is really cool. Like, you know, you're never going to fuck it up because you can just ask all the questions eventually, but you're rewarded for being able to pinpoint the most, you know, the most important stuff. Um, Have you got to the drone gone. stuff? I haven't yet. Well, I've done the, I've done the bit of the surveillance, but oh, I've not see, done I- the, not done the racing yet. Um, yeah, even the surveillance. That was the part of the game I didn't enjoy. I, I really hated well, the go, drone. Go on, why? Just out of interest. I just found it uncontrollable. I just found it really irritating to control. Well, I'm delighted to be able to inform you, James, that it's very true to life. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> yeah, like as I, as I was doing the drone bit, I was like, yeah, this is how fucking annoying they are to fly around. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I thought that was actually incredibly well observed by the developers. <laughs> I, <thought> that was, <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know how the racing's going to go. But I'm, I'm, in, uh, it's that's still locked off. See, I never uh, even shame, did but. that because I was just like, I hated doing that, and I was like, I, <laughs> imagine doing that, like racing them with that control. Well, scheme. I'm assuming because yeah. the racing drones is very different. Um, so they 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 behave very differently to like camera drones. Um, so it'd be interesting to see how they've how they've implemented that. I'm, I'm really keen to try it. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, th- th- this is going to be a slow burner. Obviously, it's one I'm dipping in and out of, among other things. But I'm yeah, really enjoying it so far. And it it does seem to address like a lot of the things you didn't like, Dave. I mean, the combat, the combat is still what it is. Um, I know you didn't like the combat in Yakuza Zero, but I don't know. That yeah. seamlessness really I goes a long he, way. Yeah, the seamlessness might because I think the point with the Yakuza, Yakuza Zero. Um, problems that i had like there's a bit early on in that game where you're like climbing a building mm-hmm. and you're getting into fight after fight and that yeah, felt yeah. okay it was yeah. the ones where i was just like walking about and then it yeah. was just they're there and it's oh, and then you go into that cutscene, you go into yeah. this yeah it just felt like it was dragging me out of what i wanted mm-hmm. to do so it's that's that, a little bit more integrated that's the like the holdover isn't it from the rpg style of doing things of, yeah like, yeah that's how sure. you have to upgrade your character and all that and it is ridiculous <laughs> like, <laughs> and it's probably i mean it's probably like yeah so obviously you know yakuza originally being like a ps2 game it's probably the ps2 going right cutscene, and then we can clear all the pedestrians out of the way yeah yeah you know, like, sure. <laughs> like it's it's doing stuff behind the scenes whereas yeah. yeah it just doesn't really need to do that so much now um the, the localization is incredible yeah um i i thought like oh, am i gonna be a dick if i play this with the english voices on no they're, they're really well done like the acting's all spot on um yeah it's really nicely done i thought shit 
Okay. God. It would God. it would it would be the one I'd recommend, I think, to anybody who'd never played any of these. It's it's mm. a good it's a really good place to start. Yeah, I, I played the first few hours, mm. Dave, and even I was enjoying it. So you, you go. should I'm sure. Mm. I mean I don't know if it's still on I presume it's not still on sale. Ah, a bit of game but, pass, um, so it? Next week, they'll both be on Game <laughs> not, Pass. Not, like after, Sega, yeah. not after Nintendo have bought Sega, Dave. <laughs> Why do you point. think this series hasn't been on Game Pass, James? Uh, I don't Is know. I mean, Yakuza has, although that, that well, no, it no, came I mean, off Yakuza, Game Pass yeah, recently. Why not the Judgment but they Games? Started, has... Yeah, Yakuza started slipping off, hasn't it? Because that's the thing. Well, like, they I played they, they were quite bit. new when that deal was done, wasn't it? Yeah, and I played a fair bit of Kiwami, but that's gone now. I'd have to buy it to carry on. Mm. I sort of wish I had, to be honest, because I do want to go if back I get, to If I get the... Xbox version, does that include the upgrade to the Series X version or whatever? I don't know. Uh, yeah, I think it's listed separately. Okay. Um, but yeah, there is there is a Series X version. Alright. It's very good. Like it. Oh, and the fact that like it, when you're in fights, you can just like put three put people through fucking shop windows and stuff, and they like smash through the tables and everything. It's hilarious. Yeah. Good game. Like it. Alright, okay. Um... James, did you have anything else? Did you Not put really, Dark Souls no. down as a gag? That, that was just yeah, that was just down there as a joke. Really, no, I mean, I'm little... I'm still playing it, um, and kind well, kind of enjoying it. I didn't enjoy it last week, but yeah, in general, it's it's still good. How far are you into the game? It's now? only twenty pound on Amazon. This game. Oh, Judgment. The first one, yeah. And is that the the upgraded version? Yeah. The PS5 or Xbox Series uh, X version. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Uh, you can trade it in if you don't like it. True, I'll consider it. Um, James, okay. how far into Dark Souls two do you think you are? I've no idea. I mean, some people well, are way say, through, aren't you? I don't know. I mean, I've been, I've been, I was doing like two bosses a week for like quite <laughs> a few weeks, so it feels, it feels like. I mean, I say on the stream, it feels like I've been playing the game for five years. It's, it's. <laughs> I mean, in a good way, generally. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know how close I am to the end. I've no idea at all. You're not interested in Elden Ring then? Not, not really, not yet. Wow. I mean, maybe later. Do you know, I've, I've, yeah, I've come to terms with not being interested in Elden Ring. Okay. All right. Right. I, I okay. Try to avoid Fine. all news about Elden Ring, but I'm sure it'd be good. And I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> oh no! Like it will be good. Like I'm not. Yeah. This is just me. Um. <laughs> so I was just like, you know, when I like, when I played the beta and I said on the show, like, do you know what? There's there's as many things that like pleasantly surprised me as as things. I was like, oh right, it is Dark Souls again. But I don't know. Yeah, the other week I was just like, ah, fucking, I don't need it. <laughs> don't need don't need the hassle in my life. But I mean, yeah, it will, I, be, it I, will I just, be great. It will I, be. I, really I can't good. I can't deal with the intimidation of playing a game like that anymore. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I can't. Hundred percent. All right. Okay. That's it. Okay. That's what we've been playing. Let's get mm. to questions. Let's. If you want to send us a question, go to tcgs.co forward slash dearTCGS. The Spirit Specialist says, Hello, gents. Since arriving on Game Pass, I've been slowly work- uh, here, working my way through Death's Door, which is an utterly brilliant game but tests my patience on a regular occasions due to the harsh but absolutely fair difficulty level. I have enough stresses in my life, brackets, three kids, running my own liquor store and being 40 that I can do without even more raising of blood pressure, but luckily I've been able to sense when I need to take a break from the game to chill for a bit. So what I do now is flick across to Burnout Revenge, which I picked up in the recent style for a fiver and is my personal favourite Burnout. I love the traffic checking system, which they never really ran with in future sequels. And when it originally came out in 06, I was nigh on obsessed with it for months. 
I've got a load of banging dance tunes on a USB stick, which I play in the background. <laughs> I mindlessly crash into stuff at high speed for an hour before either going back to death's door with a clear head or going to bed. Matt has recently talked about looking for a comfort game, and Burnout Revenge is absolutely this for me. But I wonder if you've had a pair of diametrically opposed games in terms of style, content, or pacing that you've been able to switch between to maximise me the enjoyment of both. Appreciate you all, Ben Bowers, aka the Spirit Specialist. Uh, good question. I I would say currently it's probably well, it's either it's either like if I'm getting frustrated with Halo, um, uh, uh FIFA or Rocket League. I'll either switch to a little bit of Tetris Effect or... Mm-hmm. What is that game? The one with the squares and that? That's a bit like Tetris. Luminez. Luminez, yeah. Luminez Lumines. HD <laughs> that's on Game Pass. I've been playing a bit of that as well. Yeah. Although that's too... The, the game sessions in that are way too long, I think. Yeah. It's like 20 minutes. And yeah. you're just like, yeah, you still haven't lo- unlocked the next that's thing. Always, that's always been my problem with, with Luminous, is that I'm always like, is my doing the right thing? I'm yeah. like, what's going on? I'm just- <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they're shining, shining. Right, okay, fine. But yeah, all right. I've, come on now. <laughs> yeah. But still, it'll, you know, after a month of not playing it, I'm like, yeah, shining, yeah. So uh, uh, I'll still play every now and then, I think. Yeah. Sure. I can't um, think of any recent ones, but I definitely remember back in the day. Um, so I was playing Far Cry Two and Fable Two at the same time, and that oh, really? was like because Far Cry Two is stressful as fuck. Like it's brilliant, but it's really stressful. So yeah, so when that would get too much, stick Fable on and just run around lightning the fuck <laughs> out of people. For you're a going bit around, and... you're going, oh no, I've got malaria. I'm, oh, I'm gonna die. All oh, my my weapons are fucking jammed. Or <laughs> oh, I'll just turn this game on. A bibbly bum, little prince. Oh, just... <laughs> what are we gonna do? Bibbly do. Aria. Have a dog. Exactly, yeah, I man. see that. That's a good yeah. idea. What's yeah. happened to Fable? Why haven't we heard about that yet? Well, we've been a while. And it's coming in it. Yeah. Come on, playground, get a move on. I know they're listening. How hard is it to make a game? Not I at know all, I'd say. they're listening. Yeah? <laughs> Come on. Give us an exclusive. <laughs> Send us a little voicemail or say it. Come yeah. on. We want to know what's anyone, going on. We won't play it on the show or anything, I promise. Is that how it works? That's how IGN do it, right? It's exactly like yeah. that, yeah. Got it. Just, yeah. yeah, just go around begging. <laughs> that's what, that's what Joe begging. says. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Masahiro Sakurai says hello computer game people despite wishing to retire last year Nintendo will not allow me to leave the building until I've added four new fighters to the latest Super Smash Brothers <laughs> game unfortunately I'm flat out of ideas so I'm currently in the process of implementing you all as characters Good. I must ask for your help in reclaiming my freedom by letting me know wh- what each of your final smash attacks would be would they have a name and what would they involve you doing the DLC will of course be free because I don't think anybody would pay for this thank you and please send help just like shouting fuck really loud. Swearing. <laughs> I don't, I don't know if they'd allow that in Smash Brothers. Oh, come on, Smash Brothers. Loosen up, yeah? What are you, you fucking boffing? Yeah, chill out. I might do. So uh, part of our weekend away, um, well, it wasn't one for you. The only, you're only invited to the, the daytime proceedings, weren't you, Dave? And Sam oh, kicked yeah, you the that, fuck out. Yeah, that was a bit rude. Uh, uh, yeah, so come Sam's... to lunch with us. Come to lunch. I turned up for lunch <laughs> and everyone's talking about staying over. And I was like, <laughs> What? Uh, uh, oh, you can stay over if you want. Well, I haven't prepared for this. Wait, what? Yeah. I wasn't. I didn't know it was an option. 
So Sam's Sam's had a shitload. So they they moved house last year, and they've had a shitload of work going on in the house, including a new bathroom, which it transpired doesn't have a door on it. Um, which I've got a door. I've got a door. Which is well, James, you'll be happy to hear they don't have any curtains either. There you go. Um, (laughs) But 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 yeah, I mean, what did it tell them? The question I asked you because you would you had stayed over the night before I arrived. And what was my first question when we were, you know, chatting? I can't remember. What was it? What What if you really need a poo in there, Sean? Because well, Sam was there with his wife. Yeah. So what? And you went. Well, this I is it. So that basically, the arrangement <laughs> the arrangement was that basically, if anyone needed a shit, you had to just tell everyone else, and no one else could go upstairs for the duration. Which, let me tell you, made me keenly aware once again of how long I take to have a shit. <laughs> yeah, so, oh, mate, I'd take a while. So I think I my final smash would just be me sat on a bog for ages. When you just put in the middle a, of the stage, put a curtain up in the meantime, though. That's my thing. Like just what, drape the a curtain doorway? over the just over the doorway. doorway yeah. Would it be one as I? Well, like, he remember? was otherwise a wonderful host. So I wasn't going to start being like, "Why have you done this?" <laughs> Incredible host. The the place is absolutely lovely as well. But I'm just saying, yeah. like, and also. Or if if not one of those, then do you remember when you were a kid and then you went around like an uncle's house or whatever, and then they had just like beads on string hanging down <laughs> yeah, the yeah, doorway? <laughs> the fuck was that about? I don't remember that. Was it to keep flies? flies out or something? Yeah, 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 yeah that's, what, that's what I heard. I, I don't believe that. I <laughs> bit of fly could get through that. Time to interrogate that now that we're grown-ups. Yeah, I think we, we should look find into out it. the truth. Or bring them back. Because isn't it, apparently it's some some bullshit like, oh, the, it's not that the flies can't fly through it, it's that they perceive it as a wall. Yeah, some, someone tried to tell me that one. Flies, aren't they? Flies. Stupid. Oh, Twats. fucking morons, mate. Yeah, yeah, Grow yeah, up. yeah, yeah, yeah. Little do they know. What if a fly gets in through the back door mm. and then can't get out of the kitchen? Because it's like, well, there's a wall Traps. there. Yeah. I have to yeah. go out the way it mm. came. Didn't think of that, did they? Didn't think of it. Didn't. Go on. Anyone else? Final smashes? <laughs> Where did that go? Oh yeah, smash. I don't Which, know. Which <laughs> fucking hell? Yeah, we went uh, right to, to all the listeners. Then. Sorry to like talk about me sitting on the toilet for ages. Sorry, I shouldn't. Really, it doesn't really. <laughs> so what? So what didn't well, even really answer move, the question. Your special move is having a shit, is it? Yeah, sounds like it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> James's James's confusion over whether his comments are sarcastic or not. Is that, is that your special move, James? I was thinking something like, you know, curtains appear around the other character, there's a booming no. in the beginning, and then like a That's... big explosion or something. Surely there's the opposite. Like curtains that. don't appear around they the They do, I've got for curtains six everywhere now. They're yeah, but a bit late. Over a bit late. That yeah. one's on a delay. You activate your special move and it turns up a month later. <laughs> like it's, it or like some curtains appear. Some curtains appear, and then they sort of drape over each of the other contestants in the order of how much you love them from most to least. <laughs> Asher didn't notice. He yeah, didn't Asher's notice. knee never gets curtains. I, I think for James is that he does a special move. All the lights go out because there's no light bulb in the arena. <laughs> yeah, and, then, and it comes up romance. On yeah, the yeah. Just one little some sexy like, light bulb hanging from the ceiling and some mist. Just some mist, yeah. Not yeah, yeah, yeah. What's yours, Matt? Um, mine would be umming someone into oblivion. Just like you go, I'm 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 and then they get blasted off the stage. That's all it takes. It's an audio. I thought the electric skateboard would have been in there somewhere. Oh god, yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd hope. Forget about that. Yeah, yeah, that's possible. I forget about that. I'm using so long. Okay. Rectrice says, "Dear teenage cute ginger squirtles, 
What's the most difficult game you think you'd be able to complete if the protagonist was replaced by you and your real world abilities only? <laughs> In any game, basically. Yeah. <laughs> so you've got to be able to complete it. So whatever skills I have, I'm st- I still have to have completed the game. Um, what do you mean? Well, it says, what would you be able to complete if it was replaced by you? So what it, however hard yeah. the game is, I've still got to be able to successfully complete yeah, yeah, yeah. the game. Yeah, you've got to be able to beat yeah, the what's yeah, most yeah, difficult yeah. one? Yeah, so track track but it's just you. You're just the main character. Track and field wouldn't... No, you'd be all right in Monkey Ball, wouldn't you, James? What, rolling just back you in one of those ball. balls? <laughs> yeah. That would be great, You don't actually it? have to do it. You'd just be rattling around inside yeah, the ball. Tr- that's sick the thing. And... I'd trip over and then like fall about in the ball. It'd be but awful. that happens anyway. Have you ever been zorbing? <laughs> go, go zorbing and then we'll find out for real if you can handle it. I love to do zorbing. Looks well I'm good just imagining yeah. though, like you know, the stock answers of like Super Mario Bros. or whatever. Just trying to climb up on one of those blocks would be a hassle, wouldn't it? Yeah, fuck yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, do your back in, wouldn't you, Joe? Yeah. About um, the heavy rain, I think we'd all be good in heavy rain. We could do what, heavy rain. Sounds like a fucking yeah, nightmare. I mean, straight yeah. swap. Yeah. Straight swap. <laughs> they wouldn't even uh, me, <laughs> My answer for me would be Gears of War. Gears of War, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah you do that. Skills, you? Yeah, definitely. Yep. Chainsaw in England. Running around with that. chainsaw gun. Yeah. Yeah. Gears of War, probably, for me. I think. <laughs> probably for me. Sega Rally. <laughs> probably winning on Rally. I've seen you driving. Absolutely not. I've seen you in cars. <laughs> no, I think definitely. I'm, I'm out no of control chance. in a car. I think definitely. Yeah, you were definitely out of control well, no, in the I, car. I, I need and then someone to my left saying, like, warning K right, etc. But I think I can do it. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, it would have to be, be a... James. What? James, be... uh, James, are you good with a map? Yeah, I can do a map. Oh, brilliant. Can okay, you say, well, yeah, you're I my can co-driver. Do map. <laughs> I can do map. I can do map. I can do map. That's the title. 100% I can do map. Uh, hi, James. Welcome to your job interview. Uh, what, 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 what's positives about your work? I can do map. Okay. You're, you're hired. <laughs> Sean, have you had an answer? Bayonetta? Can you do map? Um... <laughs> What, I had to be Bayonetta? Yeah. Outfit. And, well, I mean, I haven't got enough hair to cover my own fucking head, Dave. Never mind, never mind the rest of my <laughs> body. So. Your special move. <laughs> be the tiniest hair fist. Punching. <laughs> I don't know you've ever seen in your life. No, I'd have to just grow it out, like, sideways. So I'd have this ball patch on top still, but it'd, like... <laughs> But all the also, sideways hair would be like whipping round and punching people and stuff. Also, Bayonetta's outfit is made of hair, so you'd just be butt naked as well. That's the thing, it's supposed to like <laughs> exactly. hide her shame. And you're like, yeah, you yeah, won't be able to do I mean. that. But I'd still have like the heel guns and I'd just be like, hide her shame, James. You're fucking 80 years old, I swear to God. Hide her shame. <clears throat> yeah, Bayonetta. That's, yeah, oh dear. I've not heard that for fucking years. <laughs> well, this is a very outdated thing. black and white film. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Maria Mendieta says, Dear TCG, Scotty, beam me up. That's good. That's a, that's that's a, a twist. I like that. Uh, I've always wanted to get friends into the Xbox 360's cave shooters, but their salacious covers make them difficult to gift, especially Moochie Moochie Pork. What do you think is the sauciest gaming console based purely on hearsay about its library? Keep up the superb work. Um, Switch. (laughs) Yeah, there's some bad stuff on Switch. Have you seen the filth on the the thing? It's ridiculous. I was going to say, because the Vita... The Vita was a. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Who else downloaded this filth? The Vita had loads of like 
saucy anime stuff on it. Yeah, but it's all on it's the Switch now. It's like <laughs> I was all, it's all moved over. That's where that community's gone. Yeah, lovely. <laughs> ah, it's mad that the Switch has gone down that route, isn't it? It's it is yeah. Like considering you know there was a good sort of six months where it's like oh my god Nintendo are like curating the fuck out of the eShop. Yeah, the this is amazing. And now really there's like any old shit on there. Curated it for perverts. But not not that game about trying to have a crafty wank in the back of a taxi. That was too much. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. Literally a game on a Nintendo console where you try you got to try and have a wank in the back of a cab without getting caught. Those Didn't are the days long, before though. Uber ratings though, because you're going to get destroyed if you get caught doing that. Yeah. That's a one star for me. <laughs> last one, last okay. question. It's from MD Krabuffs. What is the worst thing you've left to the last minute? Everything. The news for this show. <laughs> well, no, that paid off because there was, there was shit kept happening. It's true, yeah. P- picking the kids up from school. Oh, yeah. Two reasons. One, you never get a parking space. Two, sometimes you leave it so bad to the last minute you forget and then get a phone call from the school and say, uh, your child is still here, where where are you? Yeah. Do you not love them? <laughs> so I've happened? done that once. I've done that once. <laughs> that was awkward. Um, well, I didn't I mean, even get a phone call from the school. I got a phone call from Joe saying she got a phone call from the school. <laughs> oh, that's, so bad. Oh, Crashed you up. I felt awful. A belter. Um, yeah. I mean, university coursework in general, I don't think I'd, I handed anything in that hadn't been done basically overnight the night before. Yeah, I do it all the time, though. It's annoying. And what's annoying is mm. because I always get it done, then I think, well, I can leave it to last minute because I've never not got it done this when is I've it, had yeah. to do it. But yeah, that's the worst part. Is it actually goes all right, and then you're like, oh, well, this is the way to do things then. Yeah, <laughs> I've never failed if I left it last minute, so I'm not stressed because I know I'll just do it somehow. I ended up, worst. like, just to keep me, like, you know, to like, so I'm not a complete fucking mess at work. I've now learned to, like, make people give me deadlines. Like, someone asked me to do something, and they're just like, oh, just, you know, whenever you get around to it, I'm like, no, give me a deadline. Like, oh, there isn't one. I'm like, make one up. Tell me there is a date where you are going to check if I've done this or not, because I will not fucking do it otherwise. <laughs> God, you sound like a delight to work with. And yep. I, although I have been in several situations where you've got 14 jobs on the go and they're all saying that it needs to be done ASAP. Yeah. I fucking hate that. Yeah. Just Bollocks, isn't it? Stop it. James yeah. Curtains, is it? Curtains? Last yeah, yeah. Def- definitely Curtains. Yeah. <laughs> that can't be the worst thing. No, telling me, telling me when you're going to come over with your whole family. Is that like, leaving that to last minute? That oh, was a... for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> um, We're near the end, James. It's all right. I, You're done for I left my groom's speech until the the, the day of the <gasps> wedding or night. Did you? Scares the shit why, out of me. Really. Yeah, and I in the end, I just that. freestyled it. So, but I, I mean, I yeah, because I I wrote and rehearsed mine, and then on the day binned all the notes and did it did it from the heart mate um obviously what you ended up with was like a 90 percent what i'd rehearsed and then a few bits off the cuff but yeah what was yeah. the best gag said in your wedding speeches i did a what, great our own wedding speech i did a great piece no it could be with... like from someone else at your wedding as well what was the greatest <clears throat> gag i mean you wrote all the ones that sam said in his best man's speech <laughs> yeah, that's what i want i want a little bit of praise here <laughs> no, I, I was just thinking because <laughs> my brother said, um, uh, we all know Joe's a Tottenham fan. I knew there must have been a reason why she was wearing white today. I thought that was quite good. <laughs> clever. Clever. Humour. Didn't get the same reaction. Shame. 
Um, Same old last today as you did on the day. What um, are some of the ones on yours? I wonder if I've still got your best man speech on Google Docs. Have you? I think I might have, you know. Somewhere. Uh, I'm going to have a quick look. You have a... Can we do the socials while you're doing that? Yeah. Yeah, go on then. I think. Do you think, do you think James wants to go? <laughs> <laughs> it's 20 past 12, man. So, uh, stream. So, Thursday night, Sean is continuing... Nuzlocke Stock and Two Slow King Barbarackles. That's Twitch. Thursday night at 9pm. Oh, there was some drama this week. I fucking lost Ghastly Dooten. It was a bad week. But we're coming back strong. It's going to be fine. So, uh, yeah. So uh, if you missed last week's stream on stream before, uh, you can go to our YouTube channel and search for Nuzlocke Stock and Two Slow King Barbarackles. That's Thursday night at 9, live on Twitch. Friday night from 9, James is streaming Dark Souls 2. Uh, if you have Amazon Prime, you have Twitch Prime Gaming with that yet one free subscription that you can give to any channel and you can't keep it for yourself. So why not go over to our channel and connect your accounts, give us your free sub. We really massively appreciate it. It's just a benefit you get if you have Amazon Prime and connect your Twitch account. It's a lovely old job. So thank you if you go if you do that already. And if you don't, we'd really appreciate if you did. As I, as I just said, if you missed the streams live, search for TCS News to YouTube. They're all there. Back on the Dark Souls tip, uh, this Friday, Dark Souls is out, episode 29, The Four Kings, and apparently the show hits a low after James hits a brick wall. That's <laughs> Friday morning, that's out. Um, they are uh, absolute also got fuckers. Epic's, Epic Game Store creator, creator code. Uh, enter TCGS when you make a purchase on the Epic Game Store, and apparently be a kickback. Uh, patreon.com slash tcgs is our patreon page if you want to support what we do over here get an exclusive monthly podcast as well and or just or become a full nails member be there for live talk servers you name it there's a bunch of stuff over there and tcgs.co is the website for links to our socials our po- all our podcasts we do our beautiful discord and our store what year did you get married Sean? Uh, oh fuck was it oh. 2017? okay it was it 16? No, sixteen. Sixteen. There's, there's some, some of the stuff I've looked down in my Google Docs is absolutely. Horrible. I don't want to click <laughs> to open them. I've got <laughs> sitcom ideas. Oh no. Um, stand-up comedy ideas. <laughs> uh, uh, um, you upstairs downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's no, There's one file here that says Matt forward slash Farley fuck up. Should I have a look at that? How big's the folder? I mean, it could be a lot of no, things in that file. Matt Farley, fuck up. Joe knows, so does Harry. Shop two email, PSVR. Places I nearly saw news. BBC website, which is oh right, okay. This uh, must be E3. that's mis- Yeah, E3. Places I nearly saw news. <laughs> YouTube Vine. Xbox dashboard. Why don't you save all this for a Patreon show? Because a lot of this I can't read out. <laughs> even some of the titles were like, yeah, that's a 2013 title to a Ooh. document. <laughs> Not I going bet. into that I on bet. a show. Yeah. Uh, but I can't see anything. Then I know I've got it saved somewhere, Sean, because I sent it over to Sam. <laughs> so it might even be in my Gmail. Maybe that's the Patreon uh, bonus yeah. show. <laughs> well, that can't, be, that can't be February's Patreon show, as that's already... That's taken care of. Oh shall shit! We say. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll do that another month, shall we? We're done. You're not on the show next week. Uh, that's that correct. Right? Yeah, I'm not here next week. Oh yeah. yeah. So, um, uh, okay. 
right, yeah, I've got your speech in full written down in front of me right now, Sean. We're reading Amazing. that out on a bonus show. Um, uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you're not on the show next week. Sarah Dyer is returning to the hey. fold. We're looking forward to it. And um, thank you so much for living it this week. We'll catch you next week. You will. Goodbye, everyone. Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.